All right, welcome back to another exciting episode of the Icebox. I am the most influential speaker from the House of M. Uh, I am Diggs, the King of Penguins. Hello, King of Penguins. Uh, we got a very special guest uh, for this newest edition of the Icebox. Joining us all the way from Kalamazoo is the wild card himself, Joe. Say hello, everyone. Or say hello, Joe, to everyone. How's it going, everybody? Wildcard back in action. The most repeated guest on this podcast, I might say. Yep. But I am back, and it's a pleasure. Let's talk some. Let's talk some. Let's talk it out, man. Let's <laughs> let's do some talking. He is, yeah. You are the most invited back person. It's for a reason because every show we do with you has ratings all over it. Um, there That's are what I'm about. Shows. <laughs> there are shows. So um, Hollywood is old news. It's in with a wild card now. <laughs> so, so, um, I, I, I want to make a personal guarantee, like I always do on these on these shows. If we don't double the amount of views that you guys normally bring, I have failed my job. And I, you know, I usually come through. So it's been a while. So let's double the shit, everyone. That that was me. There we go. Talk. Let's let's have some fun. We're having some fun. Watch it. Share it. Okay, go. All right, here you go. Remember, this is just a reminder that this might not be all family friendly. Friend, family friendly <laughs> with the language. Thanks to me. That's, that's what I, I bring the rating. That's right. That's right. He's the draw. <laughs> so it's been a while. Uh, so before we get into our topics right away, I want to check in with both of you actually, um, and we'll start it off with uh, with the King of Penguins himself, uh, Diggs. What have you been up to? Nothing much. I've just been playing video games. What video games? Ironically enough, we're going to be talking about that a little bit later. What games have you been playing this summer? Minecraft, Fortnite, and Super Mario Maker 2 are the main ones. Super Mario Brothers. Have you played that, Joe? No, I, I, have, I don't even know. Have a Switch, though, do you? No, I don't. Not yet. I'm, I'm kind of behind in my game technology. I, still, I only have a 360, so... I'm waiting for that PS5 to come out, then I'll buy that, and we'll see what else happens. Oh, cool. Uh, so what season is Fortnite on right now? You mentioned that, right? Yeah, I said Fortnite. Uh, what, what season are they on? It is on season 10. So what's the big draw for season 10? Is that the one with the big mech robots? Mm-hmm. Okay, talk uh, about that. Um, so it's just about all the past seasons coming back into one big season. Um. It takes the first major thing that happened was the mechs and a location was brought back from season four to season one after season. Well, no, once season four started, it was no more a meteor hit it. And then it became a whole bunch of other stuff, but that has come back. And then they said that every week the map will change and it has done that. There are two more new locations. Oh, wow. A third one coming soon. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, the, I, you, I mentioned the mech thing on purpose because you said that was uh, it was going to happen at a certain time uh, on a certain date, and I thought they were going to replay it in case people missed it. That's not the case, was it? No. So the, the, sort of this, there was this thing where it was, it was like an event, and it had, uh, like, what was it, a dragon? It was, it was pretty much Godzilla versus Voltron. It was a giant monster versus a robot with five people controlling it. 
well, one person. It made it look like it was five people, though. It was cool. Um, we, I was actually there watching it with them, and uh, after it was done, it was it was pretty cool. It was well done. Um, but after it was done, I was like, oh man, I, I was like, well, I feel bad for the people who might have missed it, but uh, they can always rewatch it. But then you said, no, that's not, that's not the case. That was just that one time and done, right? Yeah. It, the only way they would be able to rewatch it is YouTube. Yeah, I was gonna say YouTube, um, which is yeah pretty readily available, I guess. But it was it was pretty cool. I like I like that. Um, Fortnite's still a game that I haven't really played much of, but I know it's very popular. Anything else, Diggs? No. All right. <laughs> uh, Wildcard, it's been a while since we've been talked to you. Uh, what, what have you been up to? Yeah, so I'm, let me get back to Nephew real quick. Nephew, just explain, what is Fortnite? I mean, I've heard of it. I've seen this kid make $3 million off of Explain to me. I don't know what the hell it is. I'm, I'm out of it. So tell me what the so, game is. For- Fortnite is a game. There's three different game modes now although one of them is connected to the battle royale game mode but so the battle royale game mode it puts 100 people into a giant island um and you fight it out to be the last man standing or team standing you can play in solos duos or squads which is three people or four there have been occasional times where a trios has come out or different game modes like Team Rumble, where there's 20 people on each team and you brawl to be the first team to get to 100 kills. Um, and that's pretty much what Battle Royale is. Save so the how world. Do how do you how kill, do you kill people? people? Um, guns or there what? are guns and items yeah. in the game. Other than that, that's pretty much the only way. You can also build like walls, floors, ramps and pyramids yeah you can place traps down they did have a poison trap for a while but then that was removed for it being too overpowered oh there is another poison trap though to replace it now so if i'm uh, i don't even know if you're gonna get this reference uh jim maybe you'll get it is it kind of like goldeneye back in the day like where you just versus player or like halo it's i never actually i don't remember i don't don't remember playing goldeneye too much but uh it's it's uh you know like the battle mode for halo the halo games where you can have other play other people that's kind of what it is like that okay it's pretty much the hunger games oh okay good comparison that's a good good, yeah good good i've seen like one but you get it ah shit (laughs) but yeah something no. Yeah, hold on. I gotta put my phone on mute. Hopefully, it doesn't fall over on me. No okay, worries. There. Um. See, the the other big thing about Fortnite, I think anyway, are like all of the uh, the emotes that are available. Uh, the emotes are what like they're like the little dance moves that they do. Um. Uh, they're what well, I don't know how how often they come out, but often enough, but you have to buy them through the game store through game coins, right, or whatever the game currency is. And um, the, you see, like the one that comes to immediately to my mind is the floss. Um, what are some of the other ones? There's fresh, which is the Carlton. Yep. Um, there is one called Disco Fever, um, Dance Therapy. They're just all kinds. They're like little cheerleader moves. Um, there's so one they're like touchdown dances, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, um, so is that where you kill somebody? Yep. 
Well, you can do it whenever, though. You can um, do it whenever, yeah. But Order. ideally, that means, like, for when I would play, that's – and I think I told Diggs this. I was like, that's when I would probably do is when I kill someone, I do a little, like, a little dance or whatever, the, whatever it is. And there's all kinds of skins for all the different characters, too, and they introduce new characters as well. It's, it, it's, it's cool. Um, I, just not my type of game, to be honest. Um, but it does – I mean, I'd play it, but it's just – it's not something I can get lost in. It's just, just not for me, but – it's it's sure. very popular and digs is all over it. Right. The well, the currency is called V bucks, although the V stands for vendor tech, which ties into the save the world part of the game. And it's pretty much ninety eight percent of the population on Earth has turned into these husk zombie people, and you're trying to gather up the remaining two percent into your storm shield and base. And you have to fight off the different husks and monsters. Yeah, that was the that was when that first when the game first came out. We I saw the trailer to it, and that's what drew me because it was like it was like zombie type people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it was zombies, and you were trying to build a fortress to protect yourselves from the hordes of zombies. Um, and you could you know shoot them down or whatever. And that's what that's what I thought the game was going to be. It's become so much more than that, though, hasn't it? Yeah, it's like it like left its roots well behind, but it still has it, obviously. But um, but it's just taken on, taken on a life of its own in, in the multi multiplayer game realm, I guess you call it. So how do I get you making money, Diego? Uh, I just have to be good at the game or stream it. <laughs> Are you good at it? Now, I've been playing this game for all 10 of the seasons, even before Battle Royale was available as a game mode. And I'm still not the best. I'm decent, not the best give me a rating one out of ten. Ten being the guy that makes ten million dollars you are where or three million whatever it was probably four Jesus or five. Christ, so we got some room all right <laughs> we'll, we'll get you there we'll get you there <laughs> yeah it's a, it's 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 crazy I, I i didn't know about the person making three million dollars for it that's crazy there was I just, uh i thought on something did you see that uh, there was on an event, what they called the World Cup. There was a bunch of stuff building up to it. You had to have a certain amount of points in this arena game mode, which is a competitive version of it. Then you had to fly over to New York if you were to participate in it, if you um, qualified for it. And then there were different parts of it. There was a creative one, there was a solos, and then there was a trios, which is teams of three. And then if you won that, you got $3 million. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll get you there. We'll it, is. You there. <laughs> it is what it is. He play he plays a lot, uh every day almost, so you'll get there eventually. But other than that, um I haven't been doing shit. Just been working. Um <laughs> not mu- I mean, I we're we're kinda so kind of in the in the beginning stages of making a movie. Oh, that's cool. That so we were we were gonna have uh, your counterpart, one of the one of the other people involved with that on tonight's show too, but they could they couldn't make it. Um, so we can we can save that topic for when they're available too. But if there's anything else you'd like to mention about it, feel free. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's very preliminary stages right now. I mean we're we're looking at you know just uh, the beginning stages of a space audio kind of stuff, but want to make a movie. So anyone that knows anything about 
myself, you, uh, and you know, and and Hollywood, we're we're all about movies. So we're trying to you know come up with a movie and see what happens, and you know, and uh, go from there. So that's pretty much at the stage we're at. I mean, it's preliminary scripts are where you know we don't have a full script yet we got outline and um you know we'll go from there see how attraction hopefully production you know i i kind of see how production gets delayed in, in some movies so we're hoping production starts in you know beginning of 2020 2020 is going to be a big year for all kinds of reasons so let's join that party and hopefully 2020 is that production starts that's cool um like we talked about a little bit yeah the other day too um, but like I said, I want to say that maybe for another episode as well, sure. but very, very exciting. Um, literally making a movie, uh, actors, set, uh, scripts, uh, funding, all that stuff, distribution. Um, it, it's gonna, it sounds really awesome. And uh, I wish you guys the best of luck with that too. Yeah. So, you know, people that are watching and watch the fucking movie when it comes out, first of all, and, uh, you know, <laughs> we'll go from there. So we'll see. That's right. Yeah. You'll, you'll get, uh, maybe like seven other, seven other people interested from this, from this podcast. That's about all we, that's about all, our, that's about all we reach out here. And as long as I get the, what'd you say to seven? Seven. Uh, all I got to do is double it. So if we got 14, <laughs> so can, we're, we're on our way. We're on our way. Let's, well, and what else you got? Anything else? Um, no, I mean, Nothing, uh, nothing worthwhile. Just seeing movies. Uh, actually, last night I had a, had a nice night. We, uh, me and Hollywood, uh, which is our other brother, went to go see the Dark Crystal at the Time Simina, uh, Time Simina in, in Tosa. Okay. And that was very cool. It's a, it's kind of like a retro theater, and I didn't realize how much of that movie I didn't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> it's been a while, yeah. I remember watching probably younger than Diego's age. I remember being, I remember little parts, but I don't remember what the movie was about. So this is like my, it was actually like my first time watching it, uh-huh. being aware, knowing, you know, the characters and all that stuff and the plot. It was very cool. Very, um, I wanted to watch it because I know the, the Netflix has a series coming out or whatever they got coming out for it. And uh, I wanted to watch it so I knew what was going on. And I guess it's a prequel to the movie. And, um, okay. but it's very cool. So if you guys get a chance, go see some, uh, some of these old movies, uh, never ending stories in the theaters too, over there. <laughs> and the Goonies, if you've never seen Goonies, it, it's good to see. I mean, cause you get a lot of like fanboys going to see these movies and, uh, it's, I don't want to say, I mean, it's not that, not that Marcus cinemas is corporate kind of right, thing, right, right. but you got some like average people working the theater. Like I want you to go get some popcorn and water <laughs> Cause I was really thirsty and hungry and uh, <laughs> you would get popcorn and water. I'm thirsty and hungry. <laughs> I went to the, the you know, concession stands and like all three of the people were outside just smoking a cigarette. I mean, they're just regular people. They're uh-huh. not like whatever. So it, it's pretty cool. It's a nice feel and uh, go see a movie over there. You know, like the, the old school theaters, Avalon over in Bayview and shit. So whatever. Uh, That's where you yeah. saw it last night, Avalon. Yeah. Okay, cool. No, no, uh, time in Tulsa. We want to go with time in Tulsa. There's your plug for that theater then. That's cool. That sounds fun. Um, And yeah, good timing because of the Netflix thing. We'll be talking about Netflix a little bit later on too. Um, 
All right, do you want to get right into it? Let's do this. All right. So first thing I wanted to talk about, let's talk about this. This is, uh, uh, we had some sad news happen over this past week. And um, I'm not sure if Diggs heard of it because I haven't talked to him because I knew this was one of the things we we're going to talk about. So I wanted to see if we'd get any kind of a live reaction with Diggs. But if he heard about it, then oh well, we'll just give both of us still talk about it and get our feelings out of there. Spider-Man. Diggs, have you heard about Spider-Man? Yes, I just watched a video the other day. Okay, Something all right. Related. Oh, I missed, I missed <laughs> all right. So, uh, it looks like Spider-Man has had his last hurrah with the MCU with Spider-Man. Uh, Disney and Sony were in talks, and they were unable to come to an amicable agreement to share the movie rights to one Spider-Man. So as a result... Sony has taken the film properties of Spider-Man, the rights to the, for movies to make Spider-Man films, and taken it back home to uh, Sony. And they pretty much said, this is me. <laughs> this is me saying this, obviously. But there's, there's, thanks for all your help, MCU. Thank you for laying the groundwork for a good film path that we can follow. Um, deuces. <laughs> and they took Spider-Man back. So, allegedly, there's still a chance, I guess. Uh, not, they're saying it's not 100% final, but all signs are pointing to Sony taking Spider-Man back away from the MCU. Uh, Diggs, what do you think about that first? That's pretty stupid. <laughs> Elaborate. Why would it be stupid? The, the movies, he's only had two solo movies, and then he's been in three other movies. And they've done really well. There, he has a Spider-Man in the MCU has a good fan base now, and they're just taking that away from the fans, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, you said take it away from the fans. Um, have you seen? What, what do you think the general co uh, consensus is of the fan base after hearing this news? Digs. They're probably all angry and sad. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen quite a few memes out there. Uh, before we get even deeper into, it, unless he unless he dies, uh, wild card. <laughs> what do you think? Oh, he's leaving us. <laughs> um, what do you think about the new uh, Spider-Man returning to Sony and uh, leaving the MCU? Uh, you know, I don't want to say it's expected, but you know, it's it's bullshit. First of all, um. You know, they they came to a conclusion because if you if you look at the history, with the exception of the, of the very first Tobey Maguire, which was pretty good, every Spider-Man after that was on a steady decline, right? Every you know, Spider-Man the the third film of that franchise was shit, and then they got the Amazing Spider-Man, and those are whatever. But uh, so they needed help. So they reached out, you know, so they worked a, a deal with, with Marvel Studios and, and Kevin Feige. Feige. And um, if the, those of you who don't know who that is, get a life and find out who that is. For, I'm not even going to waste my time. Um, but, you know, they came to that conclusion and they, they asked for help and let's make this property hot. And God damn it, what happened? These were the hottest damn movies. I mean, these are billion, not million, billion dollar movies that Marvel Studios helped Sony make. And 
Spider-Man came home. I mean, literally, he came home back to the Marvel Universe. And that's where he belongs. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's where he belongs. Yep, he's, yep. Like, uh, he's like the poster child for Marvel. He really is. He's like that. He's like Superman for, for Marvel. He's that person. And, you know, what happens? You, you, greed is what happens. And you know they they think they can do okay. We they and honestly, when I first saw Venom, I kind of fell asleep. It was a bullshit movie. I don't care what people say. That movie sucked. That movie sucked so bad. The Venom one, yeah, with it, Tom Hardy. Yeah, you know whatever. That movie is garbage. It's trash, trash. And I think and it made like eight hundred million dollars. But for one of the reasons I heard is because a lot of people thought it was still in the MCU. It was loosely affiliated with the MCU. So that made them, all, you know, probably a, a few hundred, a few extra hundred million that people thought they were going to, because they thought it was part of the MCU. Right. And obviously it's not. And whatever, they got their own storyline going and, you know, it's going to be crap. Am I going to go see it? Probably. I'll, I'll, I'll $5 Tuesday, whatever. You know, I'm still going to go see it, but God damn it, they ruined it. And <laughs> it's not out of the park, you know, for them to reconnect and with, you know, the, the schedule that they just released for the next two years. He probably, and I guess that's one of the issues is that Sony wanted a picture that was coming out in the next two years and Marvel's like, well, he doesn't really fit in that, that timeline for us, you know, maybe year three, but they, you know, they just made a billion dollars with uh, far from home. So they want that money to keep coming in. And, you know, maybe that was part of the issue. I mean, I'm sure there was a lot of issues, but you know, whatever there, I don't think it's out of the realm that Spider-Man is totally out of the MCU. Because creatively, I think, you know, uh, Kevin Kevin Feige was kind of seeing this coming. And that's why the next two years, a lot of the stuff is cosmic. So it might not even be re relevant to the overall storyline. Yeah, so yeah. we might be okay. And, I, and I actually, maybe that's the whole five-year gap, <laughs> the blip. Um, it's really 2023. Spider-Man Spider was right. not during that time. It's 2023. It really is in the, in the MCU timeline. So could shit change five years from now? Of course, you know, in two years, next year. So, you know, hopefully, maybe hopefully this next phase does well and Disney buys them out too and <laughs> nips that in the bud. So, but, you know, yeah, it's, it's bullshit overall. But uh, I, I think there's still possibilities online because, you know, they, I think they kind of plan for this to, to happen in worst case scenario kind of thing. Right. Yeah, it's it's disappointing. Um, I was upset, obviously, and uh, it's it's just it's really too bad because I I love Tom Holland as as Spider Man, and what they did with him, you know, with with Iron Man and just his overall uh, relationship with the characters in the uh, in the MCU. It, oh, it's just gonna be so tough. And you're right, he's going he's going home to Sony. Uh, it's like his foster home, you know, <laughs> um, where they just haven't done him justice. And we were all excited for the first time to see him in the uh, Civil War trailer. And, uh, you know, he says, hey, everybody, <laughs> or whatnot. And, and he, just, he just moved on from there. And it's just been great. We did get two great Spider-Man movies. 
uh, in the MCU. Very thankful with that with Vulture um, and Mysterio. Uh, Spider-Man was fantastic. Huh? Two new villains that, that hasn't been done. Right. And they did great. Right. Um, I mean, we were really, well, I was really hoping for a Sinister Six movie. And I hope they don't, I, ho- I hope they get, ba- I hope they get them back. Obviously, I hope they get them back. Um, and I hope they don't try to do it and it just falls short over there because there's only so much you're going to be able to do since it's just a Spider-Man, a Spider-Verse over at Sony and not the MCU anymore. I mean, how do you even tell the story? How, how, do, how do you just close that door to the rest of the MCU if you're Sony? Um, because he had ties with so many. What about Happy? Happy was a pretty integral part too. I mean, I, I, you could write him out, obviously. But I'm just saying, he's been you know, Nick Fury. You can't even acknowledge anything that's happened. Right. You can't acknowledge anything that's happened. So what? <laughs> yeah. How do you, yeah. It's whatever they come up with is going to be bullshit. So whatever. So that's, that's, that's the Disney Spider-Man news. Uh, if you guys feel differently or if you're what, glad he's going back to Sony, let us know how you think too on our yeah. social media. I want to know anybody out there that is glad he's going back to Sony. Please let me know your name because I'm going to beat your ass. Cause that, you're just, <laughs> you are so stupid. Let me know, please. Bet me. <laughs> the Icebox does not condone physical violence. <laughs> <laughs> over this stuff um but yeah so all right we'll get we'll get on to the next topic so this is getting a little too hot for us to talk about here i want you guys to check this out and let me know if you are well aware of this property very well aware yeah borderline tattoo on my body you love it <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, it's the masters of the universe uh revelation is what the new netflix series is going to be called and i i am ecstatic about this um in case you didn't know it's going to be the showrunner is one kevin smith of usq fame uh he is training he was at PowerCon, and where they announced this officially and uh he saw the passion for masters of the universe and uh, a very, very warm reception to uh, to the announcements. And he promises to, of course, he's going to say this, but he promises to uh, do this show justice. Uh, this show's revelation is going to be a direct sequel to the original 1983-84 uh, cartoon series, which is phenomenal. Um, he realizes he could get into big trouble if he fails this because of the fan base that they saw. But Masters of the Universe is returning, um, a direct sequel. Kevin Smith is the showrunner. What do you guys think? Uh, King of Penguins, go ahead and take this. I want to hear your opinion first. I think it's pretty cool. I just started watching the original, and we're like seven six episodes in it into it now um i also saw the movie <laughs> but, uh wait 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 let's let's uh let's let's talk let's talk about the movie for a second <laughs> um so we saw we watched the master of the universe film with uh dolph lundgren and frank lagella and uh i remember telling Diggs. Don't expect too much from <laughs> don't expect too much from this one. Just expect a, a fantasy movie. And right from the get-go, he compared it to Star Wars um, because of the music, 
which was done by Bill Conti, Conti, C-O-N-T-I, I can't pronounce it, Conti. Conti. And, um, and it was Star Wars-esque. At least it tried to be. <laughs> um, but the music was uh, similar. Uh, the villains, where they had all the, the black stormtroopers, essentially, right? Uh, they were running around as Skeletor's Hordesmen. It was cosmic. All in the beginning. And the first, like, well, I don't know, maybe 15 minutes was in Eternia, and the rest was on Earth. Um, and on Earth, they got into great fun escapades of, like, eating chicken with barbecue sauce <laughs> and um, a music. Everything a, a true He-Man fan would like to see a movie about them eating chicken. <laughs> yeah. Barbecue sauce. It's the highlight of what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> Gwildor, I still remember seeing Gwildor dumping barbecue sauce all over his nice beard. Um, it was just, it was just incredible. It was Courtney Cox's first uh, film appearance, I believe though, right? True. Introduced her. It gave us Courtney Cox. What did I say? No, no, I'm saying it gave us Courtney Cox. So he got that going for us. (laughs) You know, thank you. Yeah. What what else did you think about it, Diggs? Since it was your first viewing. It's probably because I've never, once we saw it, it's probably because at that point I never saw any of the actual episodes. But I think it was decent. Fair enough. And yeah, having never seen like the cartoon that you remember anyway, because I used to watch it all the time when you were little <laughs> um, with you and stuff. But yeah, I mean, I, it, and that's good. That's a good opinion. If, if, if um, it's, un, it's unbiased, let's say. But I remember seeing it originally in theaters. I was like, this isn't, this isn't He-Man. <laughs> you know, I was, the whole cool, the, my coolest aspect with He-Man is, you know, his whole thing when is his transformation, when he turns into He-Man, the way he says it, the sound, the music. And you, you, you only get to hear it like once, I think, or twice technically in the movie. And it's all at the end. Uh, speaking of the end, uh, um, I almost <laughs> forgot there was like a last minute end credit scene. And I remember I had to use the bathroom. So I was, I was in the bathroom and I was like, oh yeah, there's one more scene. So I wanted to get out and uh, see Diggs's reaction to it. <laughs> and we both just kind of looked at each other and it was Skeletor. Uh, I'm, I'm not giving spoilers, okay? The movie's on how old. Right. <laughs> Skeletor pops his head out of the water, and what does he say, Diggs? I'll be back. <laughs> With his eyes all big, and I remember saying to, to Diggs, like, oh, he's not. <laughs> he's not. He's not coming back, and he never did. I don't know. My favorite character in the movie, um, and I remember just liking him so much, I think it's because he had swords, was Blade. Um, so of all the the villains in the library, they still had to make up characters for the film, right? Uh, probably, who knows why? I don't care why. Um, but I did like, uh, Blade was cool. I remember getting his action figure, and I think one of the first things I lost to him was his swords. So I didn't really do any good, but I, I wanted to have a sword fight with He-Man, just like they did in the movie. Uh, but Blade was cool. Uh, Skeletor, I mean, Frank Langella, uh, he, I mean, he did, you could tell he was into it. Uh, so I guess that's a good thing. Dolph Lundgren, you know, of Rocky IV fame. Just just not my He-Man. Uh, <laughs> um, Gwildor. I will not let him hurt innocent people. Yes. Yeah, his Russian accent and everything coming through. Um, don't worry about the Tila. <laughs> he doesn't <stop. laughs> That was exaggerated. <laughs> um, Duncan was cool, uh, despite his uh, color scheme not being anything like the, the cartoon. And I get it, right? It, you can't, it's hard to translate that kind of cartoon 
which was pretty much a toy commercial, you know, for the seasons. I thought it was more than that. I liked it. I still love it. Um, but uh, it's tough to translate to film. Uh, so they say. Um, but other than that, like I said, I think I, I didn't really, wasn't really a fan of the key, the cosmic key. Uh, or as Gwildor would say, the key! You've got to have the key! <laughs> Gwildor is just so... I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shut up. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, in the beginning they knocked him down because of a blast or something and i was like and i'm thinking to myself the actor he ain't getting up and sure enough the next moment he says uh he reaches his arms and says, help me up help me up and they, they helped the actor up and i was like that's right he's not getting up on his own um just i don't know uh beast man was terrible uh, i thought so compared to the cartoon version uh he didn't even speak, <laughs> you know, so that was, didn't use his power to control beasts either. Not That's all he did. <laughs> yep, and get bleach splashed on his face. Uh, so, was it Sauron or Sorod? I think Sorod. Um, cool looking villain, but dead in matter of, you know, his first 15 minutes on the, on the, in film. Evelyn. Evelyn was actually pretty cool. Him, her and Skeletor, I think they did decent jobs with. Um, you got Skinner in there, or right from Back to the Future? Is that his name? Yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah, that's Master of the Universe movie anyway. Joe, what do you, what'd you think of that film? Um, I, I love that I heard Diego's reaction. <laughs> with an un, just an unbiased, like, you know, and I, I respect that because if, if you just wanted to watch like a weird movie, like a sci-fi movie, there you and go. it had no context, right? It's actually a decent movie. If it had, if it had not had nothing to do with He-Man, like they didn't have that, and it was just a movie, that's a decent '80s sci-fi movie because it's corny and you know whatever, right? But uh, I, I I love hearing his reaction. But I will say, as a kid, I. I remember being like heartbroken seeing Transformers the movie. Like that's the first time I cried because when Optimus Prime died, right? And that's another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone knows if you didn't shed a tear when you when you uh -huh. saw that. <laughs> anyways, um, but I remember leaving that theater. Wanting to see He-Man, so excited to see He-Man, and I didn't really feel like even me as a kid feeling. I don't know if I just saw He-Man. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. the only reason I cared about the movie then was because they had the new movie toys, right? And they were they were really limited. Like I don't even think Toys R Us had them. I remember that store right where Wonders is. It was a little pharmacy we used to go to. I remember that being the only store that had those movie toys, and that's where you bought Blade, or you got Blade. really. I, I I don't remember what store I bought them at. That was the store, it, really. It was the yeah, the little pharmacy where yeah. Wonder is, and the in the very end, and we they used to have like toy a toy section in there, and that's where oh. you got Blade, yeah. And you got you you got some of, some of the horde too there, like Leech and uh, Antenna. Okay. But, uh, uh, crazy memory, but uh, <laughs> no, I, the movie was it wasn't He-Man obviously and it's more like a cult classic now just because it's so bad yeah. but um, yeah. 
As far as the new series, I yeah, back to the new series. I'm so ecstatic about the new series. I, I needed a fix, and I was you know hearing the movie that was coming out, and then now it's delayed again. Right. So I'm like, oh god, but no. Now we got some. We got we had a fan, and I don't care. You know what? Uh, he's he's a fan of the show. I think he really is a fan of the show. Yep. And. He wants to do – I think he wants it to be cool again. That's all he's trying to do. Right. And whether he – whether – I mean, it's a good – it's a good starting point that he's continuing the real series. It takes place after that. I mean, now I'm watching the show again, you know. Actually, I'm watching <laughs> – I, uh, I hope Netflix puts He-Man back on. But uh, King of Penguins, thank you for telling me about the Tubi app. Um, <laughs> Holy cow, they got some cool shows on there. I'll yeah. like and it's all free and I don't mind the ads and whatever, but it's uh so that's why I've been watching. But you know There's your plug, Tubi. <laughs> Go get Tubi. It's a free app and has some awesome stuff on it. Yeah, it's free. Whatever. It's a lot of classic stuff. Um but he knows if he if he messes this up, I think his, he knows his career's done. <laughs> I mean, this is the kind of movie he's making because if he does fuck this up, he's done. He's done, and he's, he's a lot of credibility ready. with the with his fan base, and have right. a lot and have a lot more people upset with him. Right? <laughs> like you said, I, yeah, I agree. he is a fan. I don't, of I don't think he's. Well. I don't think he's gonna mess this up. No, I think it's gonna be great. The animation style, and I haven't even watched it, but it's supposedly by the Castlevania. Uh, on Netflix animation too, and I I just seen like pictures of it, and it's that's pretty a, cool that's animation. A pretty solid anime uh, of Castlevania on Netflix right now. So the yeah, if that's that's who's doing the art, um, that is it's very it's gonna look really it's gonna look really nice. All right. So yeah, I, I'm ecstatic for it. I can't wait, and I I, I guess it's put me on probably maybe fall of 2020. At this point, that is yeah, no, dates, come out. no dates have been determined, but we're hope we're hoping for twenty twenty yeah. late in the year. That'd be a good Christmas present. Actually, that's all I would ask for for my fortieth birthday next year, is that it come out in December. That would be sweet. <clears throat> that would be you sweet. Know, Kevin Smith, if you watch this, he's a fan. He probably, he's sure. probably he's probably watching us. He is. At some point, he is right, but. You know, if you can just make this the best Christmas ever next year, December of 2020, I turned 40, 40 myself. Um, that's all I would ask for next year. And that would mean the most to me. It really would. So, you know, good vibes and all of us have quick prayer. 2020 <laughs> Christmas. Let's Why do not? That, that's, that's, uh, so there you go. At Kevin Smith, uh, make his Christmas good, okay? Um, but that, that's my first memory of He-Man too, is, is uh, Christmas, uh, when we got the entire first wave of He-Man figures and Castle Grayskull and um, uh, Point Dread and the Talon Fighter. Um, we got all the, we got the, uh, um, the Road Ripper, uh, the, the Green Plane um, with a yellow head. Oh, yeah. Um, the Wind Raider, geez, uh, we got all those things all in one Christmas. It was like it was like arguably my best, my my most famous best Christmas ever because we got all those toys and I was like, oh my God, Master of the Universe. So yeah, I'm I'm really really excited for it. 
for it. Um, and they're introducing new toys as well in 2020. Uh, they're articulated, articulated versions of the classic figures as well. So I wanna, I wanna get those. I, I mean, I'll get anything, man, in Masters of the Universe. Um, and also I'll be releasing my newest Perler B designs of um, Masters of the Universe. My, what is it, Diggs, the third, third wave? Is that what I'm on? Yes. I think it's the third wave and it, it has people like, uh, I'm doing two for me, I'm doing two Eternians, good guys and bad guys, and then two from Etheria, good guys and bad guys. Um, but the good guys are gonna be uh, Clamp Champ and Orko. Um, I have Frosta and Cowell from, Ether from Etheria. Um, Whiplash is going to be revealed uh, soon too. So uh, you get check our social media. That's a, that's another thing. But you, I'll, it's all He-Man. I'm crazy about He-Man. I love it. I can't wait for it. Um, Master of the Universe coming to Netflix. Uh, can't wait. All right. So moving on, uh, we have some exciting news from the Disney Expo. I think it's called D23. And there's uh, a lot of things that have been revealed just these past couple of days about it. And I'd love to get your reactions from this. And again, Diggs, I purposely didn't talk to you about any of this stuff yet because I wanted to see if this was your first reaction, which would be awesome. But if you heard about it, no big deal. Um, I'm going to be honest. I have no clue what D23 is until you just said it. Okay, well, good. So we're going to get some live uh, reactions from, uh, from Diggs over here. Same here. Um, same here. You don't. Oh, you haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I kind of thought. I mean, I saw some Facebook stuff, but okay. I didn't know the formal thing. Okay. Cool. Uh, so yeah. okay, well, good. This will this will be fun. So um, Disney Plus is going to be their new streaming service, and um, it's going to have a. I think the ones we're looking at that we're excited about is the Disney Plus package, which comes with ESPN and uh, Hulu. Um, but Disney Plus will start its streaming service. I think it's in November. And I want to say November 12th, which would be an awesome birthday gift for me, um, but November. So we're going to have some exciting, that's how quick it's coming out. So some of the stuff I'll let you know that it'll be, it'll be launched or I'll tell you when they launch as well. But one of the most exciting things they revealed at the expo, um, right off the bat, we have the world according to Jeff Goldblum. To me, the only, uh, he's the one guy from Jurassic Park, obviously. Correct. But I feel like it's going to be another show like comedians in cars getting coffee for you. It's Jeff Goldblum. And if, if you're not a fan of him, you're not going to like this show. But everybody loves Jeff Goldblum. I haven't met one person that doesn't. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum is amazing. I can't wait to watch Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Just whatever this show is, I am all in Jeff Goldblum all the way. Let's do this. So Ms. Marvel, uh, we got two, two out of three going to watch it for sure. What do you think of Ms. Marvel, Joe? Um, honestly, I've not, I never heard of the broad. I mean, I don't know. I didn't know there was a difference. And I did some quick Google search and stuff and, yeah, it's, I guess it's someone different. I, I don't know anything about her whatsoever. And like, I, so she's like Plastic Man or what? Yeah, kind of. Um, and like I said, would like uh, reduce her size. She can, she can grow larger too. I don't, I don't think reduce actually, but uh, for sure larger. Um, she's just, uh, it's like, like I said, it's like a Spider-Man kind of character. A young, a young kid who gets these powers and um, I remember her in the, in the comics, she was looking out her window and she saw Ms. Marvel fly by. 
and she looked up to her, um, which is why she based her name off of that. And there was one issue too where Miss Miss Marvel Carol Danvers um, met her, and she said, "You can you can have the name of Miss Marvel." Like she she earned it kind of thing with what she's doing. Um, she's just a representative of uh, her of her city. Um, it'll be fun. It'll be def- very uh, different, I think, as well. Um, and hopefully it'll touch a, a much larger fan base once it gets out in the series. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it'll be worth it and uh, very anticipated as well. Um, uh, well, knowing that, I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll give it a try. It sounds kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, I maybe, mean, maybe for Christmas, I'll get you a trade of Ms. Marvel <laughs> um, and let you read that too. Cause it's, she, she's, sure. cool. she's cool. Um, okay. So a little bit uh more known uh, character in the Marvel Universe is also getting her first series. Uh, the She-Hulk is getting uh, her own treatment in the Disney Plus app, uh, streaming app, and she's going to finally have uh, her due on film. And uh, again, in the series, as a series, I should say. And the She-Hulk is Jen Walters, who is uh, generally uh, known as the Hulk's cousin. She's a lawyer. Uh, by is her regular career and in the com- she's had some great runs in the comics um, where they literally just do uh, stories based on her uh, trials um, and all the different and quirky superheroes and villains she represents uh, in, in a court in a court of law um, but she's also had some major stints in the Avengers as well as as the her counterpart She-Hulk and uh, she's had some great moments there too uh, so I have no idea what what direction they're going to take with the She-Hulk. If she's going to if they're going to treat her um, like a wild She-Hulk, like the Hulk is right now. Um, but I'm hoping they do a civilized version of her, where it's Jen Walters and she's still Jen Walters when she turns into the She-Hulk, just much larger and green. Um, what do you think about that one? That sounds really. I, I can't wait to watch it because, like you said, I mean she said. Her, I think the way she they introduce her into the MCU is going to be is going to be so hot is how it should be. I'm like, and I think it's like you're she's going to be she's going to be a lawyer. <laughs> I mean, yeah. she's going to do something like that. And uh, I mean, I'm excited for it. It's it's cool. Hopefully, that'll give something to Hulk to do. <laughs> you know, yeah, have him stick around for a little bit. It'll, it'll fill so, that void too, because the Hulk again is a borrowed property. Um, but, yeah. I think um, they're smarter over there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that, that'll get our, our fix with She-Hulk too. And it could be a segue into the Fantastic Four too because She-Hulk is at a stand with the Fantastic Four. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Diggs, what do you think? Sounds interesting. Um, that's about it, pretty much. <laughs> Short and sweet. I mean, yeah, I mean, She-Hulk isn't really, you know, to the, to the larger, I don't want to, how do I put this? To the large uh, general population, She-Hulk might be known, but not not really. Um, I think the the Marvel fans, just like all the other properties, I guess too, uh, they're really excited about it. But as she gets introduced, especially in this uh, mainstream uh, streaming app, um, I think a lot more people are going to hear about her, and she's going to become more of a household name. And for um, uh, kids and uh, everyone, just kind of another uh, role model to look up to. I think that's kind of that's the kind of character I think She-Hulk can be too. Um, so that'd be really really exciting here. So this was just announced, um, the Moon Knight series. So that's another Marvel series coming out. And Moon Knight is uh, Mark Spector, 
and his origin is pretty much where he, he got left out uh, in the in the desert to die, and the Egyptian god I can't remember the name, but an Egyptian god saved him, um, and gave him powers allegedly. Um, the thing that really makes Mark Spector uh, very interesting is that it's he's he's um, he has multiple personalities, so he has a personality disorder. Um, and it, to the point where you don't really know, and neither does he know for sure if he actually has superpowers or that's just one of his multiple personalities acting up. But he has all kinds of different personalities. Um, I can't wait to see what they get to play this guy. This is pretty much Marvel's answer to Batman, the Batman character. Um, but he's, his his costume is iconic: white cloak, white everything, little moon, the, the crescent moon shape. Um, very interesting character to portray. Um, on uh, the Disney Plus streaming app. So really looking forward to that and looking to see who plays them. What do you guys think about that? That sounds pretty cool. I'm going to be honest. He's, I feel like I'm saying I'm going to be honest a lot. But <laughs> You're an honest guy. <laughs> he's pretty cool. Moon Knight is one of my more lesser known, dare I say, favorite superheroes. Oh, really? Okay. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, uh, from Lego fame too, right? You know him probably. Yeah, um, he's like a Daredevil-esque kind of character too, but um, but yeah, just the whole multiple personality thing is going to be really interesting uh, to portray on there. It could be very, very cool. What do you think, Joe? Um, after, so I, I knew nothing about Moon Knight. I, I mean, I, I've, I've heard of him. I've seen pictures, the, the hero click and all that stuff. I really didn't know anything about him. And that, but after hearing about what is, I mean, what he is, um. Sounds kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it sounds like a nut job. I like the multiple personalities. I mean, God knows I've picked, you know, countless women like that. So I might watch a show <laughs> like this. But uh, it's uh, it's going to be, no, that sounds cool. Um, if it's going to be more gritty, I, that's what it kind of seems like. That's Yeah, I'm excited to, to see that. Very cool. So that'll be coming out too. Again, no official release dates on any of those Marvel series other than they're coming to the streaming app. But you have Ms. Marvel, She-Hulk, and The Moon Knight all coming to the Disney Plus streaming app, um, which is making its debut in November. Ewan McGregor uh, has been official. Before it was a rumor, now it is official. He is returning to the Disney streaming app to portray none other than Ben Kenobi, a... Ben Kenobi series. It sounds pretty cool. Um, I'm pretty sure I saw something. I saw something about Obi-Wan and D23, and I was like, well, I don't know. But now that I know that it's going to be a series, sounds very cool and interesting. Um, so this is taking place before very first Star Wars, Star Wars 4, um, and after the prequels. Um, honestly, no one knows for sure, but that's my guess. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, it sounds pretty cool. Joe, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, they'd be stupid not to put it there. I mean, unless you want to be, unless you want to try, purposely try to, to ruin it and not put it during that time <laughs> period, you know, I guess it, it could miss. But, you know, I think they're going to go with that time period. And, you know, the, the one thing I'll say, because – any anyone that's listening to this, I'm sure they actually know Star Wars lore enough for me to to say that 
and the and Diego, maybe you can help me out. What was the anime? What was the show called when Obi Wan fought Maul again? Is that Clone Wars or Attack of the Clones? What was that? I think that was Clone Wars. Yeah, Clone, Wars. Clone Wars. Yeah. The the one thing, and I'll say spoiler alert for you retards out there. Um, uh, it was so that the epic moment where your mall finally found him again. It was so cool. I remember I watched this. I watched that episode just for that moment, and I just hope they drag that out a little bit more. <laughs> it was really quick. You know, yeah. So I I just hope they drag it out. You know, give us a little bit. Give us the ultimate end. You know, a part two of <laughs> the best. You know, lightsaber scene ever. I mean, I know I know there's people that that hate that scene, like our cousin. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, but uh, <laughs> it's the greatest scene. I mean, yeah. You know, you and McGregor, Darth Maul, and the, that song um, are the best thing to come Do out of those. Fates, yep. Build the fates. I mean, it's, and I don't want to get, I don't want to start an uproar here. And maybe that's why you bring me out, you know, on the wild card. You know what? I'm going to say it right now, folks. I'm going to say it. Here we go. Here we go. This is my wild card guarantee, okay? Um, I think Duel of Fates is the best Star Wars song from start to finish. Oh, my. He went there. Don't don't tell me. Yeah, there, there there's some great. But if you listen to that song, start to finish, it is perfect. There are great parts of other songs. Very, I mean, obviously the Empire. I mean, Vader's intro. But if you listen to that song, start to finish, there, you wait for that 45 seconds of the actual stuff, and everything else is whatever. Right. Start to finish, Duel of Fates, best song, start to finish, guaranteed. Mm. (laughs) that's a bold statement and that's a an icebox exclusive remember these are opinions everyone (laughs) but you know what i'm going to join that opinion too and i say duel of fates is the best star wars musical piece uh, ever created and this is the official trailer for the mandalorian november 12th Ooh, cool got a bottle of green (laughs) (laughs) so that is a show about bounty hunters, right? Yes. As far as I know. Yeah. You don't like bounty hunters? It, no. Um, <laughs> I remember when I was younger, you asked me if I would be on the Jedi's or the Jedi's team or the Sith's side. And what did you say? And I remember you said that you would pick the Jedi's. And I said, I don't know. I think I'd rather be a bounty hunter. <laughs> this is going to be your show then, buddy. <laughs> it looks interesting. Yeah, it looks very good. Uh, John Favreau does this, uh, and he's, uh, he's had some very – he's a good filmmaker. Um, he's had some success, so a great guy to get this, and he has a passion for the series too. Um, he plays happy in, in, the, in, the, in the MCU too. So um, he's, he's a fan. He's going to do it justice. Joe, what would you think? So is is he is he directing this? Yeah. Holy shit. If I'm wrong, wow. everyone's gonna yell at me, but I'm positive he directed this series, yeah. Okay. Well, he's got involvement, in whatever the hell it is. Okay. Well, I mean, no, that that speaks a lot more than than that trailer. I mean, that, that was a hell of a trailer, first of all. Right. 
And I mean, is 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 it had anything to do with Boba Fett though? That I don't know, and I I don't know, and that could be part of the mystery too. Um, okay, but maybe but, the introduction, like his, I don't know. Okay, whatever. Even if it's not about Boba Fett, yeah, uh, I'm sure he's not going to be a retard again. He's he's going to involve Boba Fett somewhere in that. <laughs> yeah, you know? he very easily so, could, right? So I'm, looking, I'm excited uh, for it. It looks like there's multiple directors. He might be the showrunner, maybe, of the sure. Mandalorian. But I know he's involved somehow. People will people will correct me, and I'll, that's their job. I'll let them do that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it look it looks it looks really cool. I don't know. Um, and again, that's coming up. I don't know how many episodes it is too. But because all these series we're talking about too, it looks like a D, the Disney um, Plus app is foregoing the Netflix model of uh, binging. And they're going to be doing weekly releases of these episodes. What do you guys think of that? Wait a minute, what? Yeah, they're not going to be releasing all, all at once like Netflix does. Like when Daredevil hits all 10 episodes or whatever, the however many episodes there are, are on the uh, streaming app right away. They're going to be like, um, like HBO would release Game of Thrones weekly. Um, the Disney app's going to be releasing their their series weekly as well i'm okay with that um i know the whole binge thing is there for a reason too but this is just another uh take on it um i think they can always eventually change to that if they want to but because they're just coming out that could be a tactic as well to uh, get people interested and have them stay with the disney uh plus app too but you gotta you can't just like purge it and be done with it or during a free trial or whatnot if there is if there even is a free trial you got to kind of stay with them weekly to kind of keep keep it going with them so i think that could be a marketing tactic too um but uh i mean i don't mind it i'm used to weeding uh, for these things to come out anyway plus uh with everything that's been going on in my life and everything uh if if i if i back up three four episodes guess what i can binge it then true uh i guess I don't mind it having you said that that way anyway, because what I'll probably do is not watch it for the first three or four and, and binge it anyway. I'm a binger. I, I binge. I mean, that's what I do. That's, that's why I'm home. So um, <laughs> <laughs> I like to binge. I binge. That's but, what I do. <laughs> but no, I mean, whatever. I, I guess I don't. I don't hate it. You know, I don't hate it. It's not. A I'm not happy with it. But I don't. Hate it. Diggs, do you have a preference? It's an interesting take on it. Uh, the only there isn't really a streaming service that goes that direction. It's all binge usually. That's I'd think. That's no, I think you're you're right. The only other the streaming service that I could thought of was uh, HBO Go, but um, they do that because they have a regular network, and that's why it's episode, or that's why they release their episodes weekly. But you're right. As far as like just a regular streaming app, streaming app like Amazon, uh, Netflix. Uh, Tubi, <laughs> um, they're all they have everything just there, so you can watch it whenever. Uh, so an interesting move, um, but it's Disney. Um, they're gonna do what they want. So um, and just I'm just think, I'm just thinking that we're getting all the content that we are. Um, there's gonna be tons of stuff to watch. So I think um, pur or purging, <laughs> binging all these things is gonna be the last thing on, our, on my mind anyway, since there's so much good content gonna be on there. You got all of Pixar is gonna be having all their stuff on that immediately, um, from what I read. You can have uh, Disney movies, um, other shows as well. You're going to have plenty to watch on that stuff. So, And again, if you, if you want to binge, well, watch all the other stuff and uh, go outside, play basketball, and then come back <laughs> and do some uh, binging on the, on the Disney app. 
I'm going to make one more wild card guaranteed. All right. Uh, well, I'll just wrap up this D2, uh, D23. Is that She-Hulk. All right, I want to get back to She-Hulk because I'm a little excited about that. I think um, this is going to be Marvel's like poster child for the female superhero. Is okay. she's gonna combat Wonder Woman? I mean, Wonder Woman is amazing. First of all, that's the best thing about DC. That's yeah. the only thing they got right, pretty much. But she's great, and you know, a lot of people, Wonder Woman's pretty badass. <laughs> you know, so you got to have someone with some with some with some swagger, and you know, She Hulk's always been you know hot in the comics too. So I think She Hulk's gonna be Marvel's answer to that female poster child superhero. It's pretty bold. And again, I think um, having never seen her on like on film or um, the small the small screen too, I I think they can make a huge impact with She Hulk character um, because she is a civilian and she's got she she's uh, takes care of her own too. She's a lawyer for God's sakes, um, and she she's a, a good communicator. She she talks to all the different heroes and she touches base bases with all, all like villains and heroes alike because of her job and obviously her, her career mode of being a superhero, but it'll be really, really interesting. And she can easily become a quick household name and a role model. So that's always fun. We selected our top five video games and this is going to be quite interesting we got uh two of us are, are close enough in age we probably play the same games but our tastes in video games are quite different um some of it's the same of course right because we play the same games same games growing up but we do have some different tastes in um in some of the video games we played and then we got a third person here who's a completely different generation who has only seen um a certain type Good. of video game and then has to, has to go Good. back and play the iconic and retro games after the fact, right? And that's what we grew up with and now seeing the, the current platform for these things. Uh, so it'll be quite interesting to see what our top five is. Uh, you don't have to do it in any kind of order, um, but because I, I don't think I did. I think I just put them in a top five. And if you wanted me to rank them, I guess I can. But um, for now, I'm just going to say them in any, not in any particular order. So um, I'm going to lead it off. Uh, with the first game in my top five, again, not in any specific order. Uh, the first one I want to mention is uh, Mario 64 um, in my top five. And I chose my top five saying that if you gave me these five games, I would pick one of them and play them. Uh, I would take it out, play one of the other games. And you could, you could give me access to all the other games in the entire world. But these five that I'm going to mention will be the first ones that I play um, for hours. Um, but Mario 64 was the newest game and first game on the Nintendo 64. And I can't even find that game to play it again, to be perfectly honest. Um, but it was so much fun. It took the Nintendo system of the Mario games to another, like a 3D type level. There were so many boards that you can do. You had to get stars for the first time. Um, in like a, a 3D kind of motion. You had to find them. You saw them on the board, but you had to go find them. The boards were just glorious. Um, 
you can, this is, I think the first game too, you can kind of run around and, and kind of venture in the map too. But that was, that's, that's the first game I want to mention Mario 64. Joe, do you have any remember, memory of playing that game? Yeah. Um, that's the last Mario game I played. Oh my like, God. Religiously. <laughs> and I remember that game pissed me off because those stars were hard to find. Yeah. yeah. And you could play that thing. So I'd never, I never, I think I, I don't even know if I got them all. Eventually I might've had like, was there a hundred or something like that? I don't even know. I don't think I finished the game though. I know I didn't finish the game. Yeah. I wasn't, I mean, I, I, I wasn't even close. <laughs> and I like, I, cause I saw them too. That's the thing that pissed you off is that you saw them, but there was no way, no way to get there. And I'm just right. like, whatever. But no, it was a very other game also introduced introduced like getting coins too that you had to collect for a certain time, and that was that was the first time that's happened. Um, that was a different uh, game component too. Well, I'm sorry, what were you saying? Um, I don't even know. But okay. um, <laughs> what? Uh, so one thing I don't remember was there any unique transformations for him in that game? Like first? No, I, at least I from my memory. And again, I haven't played. There it. was. What was it? What was it? The metal Mario transformation. That's right. Yeah, it's the clay. Right. That's right. That's right. I, I did. Right. Okay, go. But yeah, seriously, I have not played that since it first came out. Um, because I again, I can't find the game anywhere on any of the Nintendo platforms, which is kind of weird. Um, and may or maybe they did come out that I just didn't get it when it was released or whatever. But um, did Diggs? Did you ever play that? I haven't. That's that's a, that's a good one to play and. Um, uh, it's it's probably pretty expensive to get the original because I think we might actually have a, we do have a 64 console, but getting that game is probably pretty expensive. But I, I don't know, uh, it'd be really worth it to play again. I, I kind of miss it. Um, we'll go, Diggs. What's your first game in your top? Five? Okay, so before I say it, two things. These games, there there are so many video games there are there's there's a lot and there's a lot of them that i like too same a lot (laughs) so this these are the games that i just picked out looking first glance through the switch and the xbox one so current current, current systems mind you any games that are specific to other consoles or that I don't have, they're not on here. It's fine. So and it makes sense. And I kind of anticipated that. I did originally just pick out five games like you did and just didn't rank them, but I've decided to rank them. All right, here we go. What's your so no, on number five on your list? Number five is going to be a game called Roblox. Okay, I know the game. Now I know the game, so go ahead for probably uh, the wild card may not know it, or for our listeners, um, they may not know either. Go ahead and describe Roblox. Roblox is pretty much a game that you can, it's a game where you can play all these other different games on different topics or stuff like that. There's like um, death runs pretty much. There's a mini game one where you play mini games. There's horror maps that usually aren't scary, but some are. Um, yeah, definitely some are. I was scared. Play with them with the lights off. <laughs> um, they think it's pretty scary. There was one game. It was called, it was something like Meme Attack. 
and out of nowhere, it's it's pitch black. You have a flashlight, a gun, and then a glow stick that you can throw, and then it like lights up, but then disappears over time. And me, my friend, and I were walking through a neighborhood area, and out of nowhere, I heard a noise because depending on what meme it is, it plays a noise as well. But I heard a noise. And I turn around and I just see Elon Musk coming towards me at full speed. And once you get caught by one of these memes, the, uh, something pops up on your screen. And it went back to the lobby. And it scared me a lot. <laughs> so much that I apologized to somebody else in the house. But... I wonder who that could be. <laughs> um, Roblox. It's a game. There's a bunch of different. It's, it's fun. Yeah, I think uh, Roblox. You're a character that you can, I, for lack of a better description, if you've never seen it, think of them as a uh, the character you play is like a Lego minifigure type kind of guy. Um, but you can totally customize them to wear all these different things. You got to buy them, of course. Some of them you earn as well. Um, but there, you can make all kinds of different uh, ways to make them look. Um, but yeah, it's like you go into, um, I don't, I'll, I'll just call it the lobby. And you can play all, like Diggs was saying, all these different kinds of games. Um, the early ones that I remember watching the, uh, the kids play was like you'd go down an elevator and you'd pick a, you'd pick a floor to land on and, and you'd get the different things. You would see different things. And I remember one of them was, I think, a Texas Chainsaw Massacre type thing. Diggs? No, uh, yeah. There's two different elevator games. Yeah, well, I remember that one. Elevator, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I I still get scared of like a lot till this day, but I just hearing that, that one noise just freaks me out. That one might have been the the scary elevator. Yeah, where the premise is, it puts you in different horror situations, and right. you just have to survive for like thirty seconds or yeah. so. It's it's um, freaky, but Ro Roblox there's a there's a that's a ton of fun too, um and just all diff different kind of games. Some of them are are, are kind of dumb, um but there's a lot of like different venues where you could just play. And if you get bored of it, there's like I don't know a hundred more plus that you can choose from to play. So it's it's kind of endless with the number of options you have. You ever heard of that game, Joe? Never, <clears throat> never, never heard of it. Um, I play it. Yeah, I'll have to play it. Yeah, is it on PS the PS whatever too? It's not exclusive. I'd assume so. Okay, okay, you can't be. No. no. An example of a stupid game is one that I've played actually through beginning to end, except once I got to the end, I figured out, or it said that I have to wait for an update in order to continue the story. Yeah. But an example of the stupid game is Shrek: The Force Awakens. Yeah, sounds kind of dumb. <laughs> it's, you pretty much have to, the base of the game, it's pretty much, you're exploring through a forest, you black out, and then you wake up, and you have to spiritually merge with Shrek. And you have to go through all these different things. You meet Snoop Dogg, John Cena, you have to fight John Cena. Oh, boy. Uh, you have to venture through a swamp. It's, it's, it's really <laughs> stupid. Donkey! <laughs> Better out than in, I always say. Shut up, Mike Myers. Okay, well, okay. So, so Roblox number five. That's a that's a good pick. Uh, pretty good pick. 
Um, that takes us to you, Wildcard. What's your first game you want to mention in your top five? How did you select them? So, well, I, I, I did um, – I didn't really narrow it down. Like, I have genres, and you'll, you'll understand by what I mean by this when I say it. So, no particular order. I didn't rank them either. Okay. Um, but I guess the only one that is very individually specific is Mike Tyson's punch out. Okay. Okay. Um, that I still, I'll still play that game anytime, anywhere. And I was, you got to start from the beginning. I mean, yeah, if you just want to, you know, bet or whatever and fight Tyson, whatever, everybody knows the code, but, um, <laughs> It's just a fun game because I remember, like, actually when you first started to play it and it was driving you crazy because you got to learn the pattern. You couldn't figure out how to hurt these guys, and they were whooping your ass. I, mean, I think for the longest time, the most – I could only get to Soda Popinski, and once I finally – I couldn't get uh, past the Flamenco the second time. Yeah. And it was a progression. I'm like, Sandman whooped my ass for a while, and then – <laughs> it took me a while to figure out my, the super macho man, and then you know Tyson. Oh shit, Tyson's still tough. I mean, you got to be oh, on your God, on your God. your game to beat him. But um, that's my favorite game. The, the characters are so great. Little Mac, and you know, great music, great costumes. I mean, great characters. So that for me, I love Mike Tyson's Punch Out. And recently, found out that uh, Little Mac's trainer was the guy from The Office. Mike Tyson's punch out is the original Mike Tyson's punch out because they have a super punch out and they have another punch out that doesn't have Tyson because of rights or whatever. But the Mike Tyson's punch out was, was awesome. Um, what was the, the tiger tiger guy that spun around with his jewel? Or was it the Great Tiger? Um, I, don't know, I can't remember his name. The Great Tiger. Yeah, no. the Great Tiger. Um, that one was that was my bane. I remember I had a, always had a hard time beating him um, until I finally mastered it. And then I I would I would sometimes literally just pull up to that guy because I wanted to show that I could beat him. Um, we got King Hippo, uh, classic guy too. You have to beat him by hitting him in the belly and his shorts fall down. <laughs> he trips over his, his own shorts. Uh, Glass Joe, Piston Honda. Um, you mentioned Soda Popinski. Uh, Sandman was always Van Kaiser. Huh? Sounds like Van Kaiser. Yeah. He's <laughs> a um, warm up. But very, very good. Uh, very good pick on that. Uh, Diggs, you've played that before, right? I think so. But recently I've just played Punch Out, just Punch Out, not okay, yeah. Mike Tyson's Punch Out. And I made it past the first three people and I got the belts for those three. Okay. The lightweight, probably, or something. I yeah, what it is exactly. I I played it the for the first. What? Who are the characters that you beat? You remember? Glass Joe, obviously. And when I first played it on the Switch, because that's what I was playing it on, I had I had trouble with Glass Joe. <laughs> um, but Glass Joe. The second person, I don't remember their names after Glass Joe. Did but... like this? Yes. <laughs> That's Van Kaiser. No. <laughs> yeah, him. The only thing yeah, I remember Boston. about him is that when he fell over, he was very static and stiff. He, he was like that. <laughs> yeah, and then he like stopped and he just fell yeah. over. 
Um, yeah. And then the so third guy. The that's probably the same um, game, just without Tyson. Exactly, just without Tyson. Right, right, right. And the last one was pissed and then the, the Yeah, I the part that always got me is the part where he goes boom, 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 and then he does the punches in the order that he went back and forth. I, I can't. I just got hit every single time. <laughs> I think I only dodged the first punch each time he did that. And I was getting close to almost failing. And I was like, please don't do that attack again. And I ended up beating him, <laughs> which was cool. And that's as far as you got? <laughs> yeah, so far. I think in the original game, too, when after you beat, like, each time you win a t- title, you'd get a code so you can go back to that level uh, mm-hmm. for the, in future. Um, but that that's a classic game. And yeah, Tyson's still just as incredibly hard to beat as ever. My opinion, of course, but I could never really beat him consistently. Even if you put him in front of me now, I, I doubt I could beat him in less than... Sometimes the, re- the remote sticks. That's not your fault. It's the remote. The remote <laughs> sticks. You push left and just... Don't it's laugh. always the remote's fault, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we got through our number fives. I'll go to my number fourth mention here. And I'm going to stick for now with the uh, Mario Brothers universe. Um, the other game that, you, again, if you sit all the games in the world in front of me, I'm going to put this one. Super Mario Brothers 3. Uh, this game was... Still so enjoyable. I think Diggs, is, Diggs and I are playing it again on the Switch. Um, but Super Mario Brothers 3, it's like a game board. You have to go across the map. Uh, you fight uh, little turtles um, on the map, too. You have to you can get a sailboat at some point to get to a mystery part of the map. The raccoon Mario, I don't know what you call it, but you get to fly around with your raccoon tail. Um, the ship that flies around with the, with the main bosses. Um, the little Pictionary games that you can play, or the matching games, I should say, uh, to get uh, all the different power-ups, like the flowers and uh, the flutes or whatever the heck it is. Um, the P-Wing is what I call it. It's like you, once you get it, you use it, you fly the entire board. And you, you, I always use it towards the end because there's a board where it's just so many cannons firing at you all at once. Um, the easiest way to avoid it is just flying right above it the entire time. Um, so I always make sure I stockpile the, the, again, I don't know what they're called, but I call them the P-Wings because it's like a wing. with a um, You get to be Luigi, so it's still a two-player game. Um, you guys can take uh, turns playing that, that, that as well. Uh, you get to throw hammers. Uh, it's just it's just so much fun. Um, I, I love I love it, and I I'll, the other thing that I remember about it too that they made a cartoon of it as well. So it was really really like in Mario's like heyday, um, and the McDonald's toys. Um, I think it was McDonald's, um, but I remember I think I even still have like the Mario in his raccoon form. He's on a suction cup. He's on a spring, but if you push him down, um, the the suction cup will release and he springs up, imitating the bounce. <laughs> From uh, really actual video game, yeah, I still have that. Um, but just, <laughs> just, just, just a fun game. And, and I remember when we got it, I was playing it like every day, every day. I'd play that game at home in our air conditioned room on that golden ugly chair that we <laughs> we had back then. Um, but that's that's one of my top five all time favorite games. Um, I went to Joe last time first. Jigs, what do you think of that one? Um, it's a pretty fun game. Uh, it it's a fun game. I remember playing it by myself, and I couldn't even get past World Two. But then I started playing it with you, and we got way past World Two. <laughs> but um, 
we played it. I remember that you went to the bathroom and for the game where you have to get the fire flower mushroom or the star for lives. Yeah. I remember getting the star and I freaked out and waited for you to get out of the bathroom to show you <laughs> that I did that. And it's a fun game. It is. Yeah, that was the other aspect too. If you get at the end of the boards, you can run fast to try to get extra guys. After after every three, you get like those either a star, flower, or mushroom head, and the star is the one you want because you get like five bonus guys, bonus bonus lives at that point too. Um, what do you remember that game, Joe? What do you think about it? Yeah, I think uh, who bought that game? I I don't remember. I don't remember. You know, playing the heck out of it. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember who bought that game. I want to say I, I kind of want to say it was it was me because there was another game that I'll mention. You know, we'll get to it. This is the uh, one that I, I remember, whatever. But um, that might, I mean that was the game until Mario sixty four came around. Yeah. And you know, I mean that was a great game. You had those little and you know what? I, I love those those little end cards that used to come around. Yeah, and I remember oh, I used to get so pissed off because you know you, you got to find out what pattern it is and you got to memorize. There's maybe what like only three different patterns that they came in, <laughs> right? Or whatever. You know you got to find, but that's such a fun game. Uh, and the the turtles, uh, different turtles and on the ships, those are cool. And um, you know it's the uh, the boats were. The, I like the was it the eighth. Was it just in pitch black? I think the eighth board was totally black. Yeah, and uh, that was new. I mean, that was kind of cool. And um, no, it was a great game. I I can't say nothing about it. Good pick. <laughs> uh, we'll go to we'll go to Diggs. Uh, what's your fourth game that you want to mention? All right, fourth game, number four, um, is Mario Maker Two. Very current game. Very current game. Um, Mario Maker 2 is pretty much make your own Mario levels. Right. In different styles. In different styles. And the styles are different Mario games. Like Mario, Super Mario Bros, Super Mario Bros 3, uh, Super Mario World, Super Mario new or new super mario bros u and then super mario 3d world those are the five themes that you can choose from to make your own courses in and you can choose from all these different styles you can do underwater forest um you can do a lava level uh overworld sky uh airship um and then there's two more i believe but then a new feature that they added in the second game is that they added nighttime mode and daytime mode and depending on the style you're in yeah for like underwater or stuff like that stuff changes so if you're doing nighttime for a forest level you can add poison that rises that you can have rise or and go back down or there's one where even though you're not underwater, you have the swimming effect. Um, 
there's one where there's anti-gravity. There's one where you are, where the stage is flipped upside down and you're running on the ceiling. It, there's, there's a bunch of different aspects that you can choose to make your own course like enemies too and different blocks that you can do. You can add springs, bullet bills, and all these different things. And there's also an online portion of the game as well where you can play courses that other people around the world have made or you can upload the courses that you have made so that people all around the world can play your courses. And I just uploaded a course today, actually, based off of an episode of Adventure Time called Guardians of Sunshine, and that's the actual name <laughs> of the episode. And it's a game where you have to protect the sun from Bouncy Bee, Honey Bunny, and Sleepy Sam. And the episode, they Finn and Jake get transported into the game, and then they get transported out along with the three enemies, and then they have to get them back inside of the game through BMO. Um, but I uploaded the course, and so far, like an hour after I made it, one person has already played it. Awesome. And, um, they played it three times, and they've died each of those three times, and they have yet to clear the course. So nobody has completed the course yet. As, as far as we know. As, as far as we know, right now. Right. Um, but I've uploaded four courses in total, and one has a lot, and then there's one that's only been played by four people. It, it's, it's a fun game. You can make your own courses. You can follow people that make courses, and there's a lot of people that make really 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 hard mario levels yeah and one person in particular i have only completed one of their courses and that one course you don't even play by yourself you play with two people oh you could do that too i didn't know that yeah they they added uh in the first Mario Maker game, you could take your amiibos and you can make mystery mushrooms. And if you collect the mystery mushroom, you turn into that character. So you can turn into Little Mac or Kirby or Luigi or other people like that. But now in this game, they added mo online multiplayer, which is worse for the reason that you'll be playing a super expert course, as they call it, and you'll press the jump button and you'll jump five seconds later because that, it's really laggy. Uh, um, it, could, it could be our internet service too making it lag though. It's, it's not even, like I've watched videos and oh. there's people that could barely play the course that they just gave up on the course. Uh, so they haven't perfected like, this, have they? They not haven't. Part of it, oh, okay. Well, then, well, either they fix it or people don't play it, <laughs> that part of it. So, um, anything else? That's about it. So, so Mario World, Mario, what is it? Mario Maker? Mario Maker 2. Mario Maker 2. Um, it, it's fun because you can, you, can, you can create any board you want, essentially, as long as you can think it, you know, and uh, you can put it into gameplay. Cool part, too, is that you can upload it and you can have people 
from around the world play it. And um, when you die, you can see X's where everyone else has died, right? Uh, yeah. Which is kind of neat. Um, you can see how many people play it. You can see how many people have beaten it with the times they do it. Um, it's pretty fun unless you make a stupid ward that's just hard to be hard. But they, they put a fail safe in that too. So they make any board you publish, um, they, you have to beat it yourself to prove that it's, it's beatable. Then you can publish it. Um, but I've still seen boards that are just stupidly hard. And I told Diggs has made a couple of those too. And I told him, I don't like them uh, because it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to play a game where I'm just like, I die um, the first five seconds in the board repeatedly. I'm just going to not play it anymore. <laughs> um, but he also has made a couple of boards that I played and um, they're harder, but they, I mean, there's, they're beatable, but uh, one part that didn't I didn't um, get was there was like I don't want to say power ups, but uh, certain parts of the game that like um, game components that I didn't know what they did uh, because they were new to this game. But once Diggs told me that no, you have to jump on this and this thing will actually move on the ground for you, I didn't know that thing moved. So I didn't little things like that where if I don't know it about the game, I don't know what to play it with. Um, that was a little frustrating. But once you knew it. I'll say, well, then, yeah, I'm going to use that tool to do what I need to do. And then it got, it got better. But, yeah, it's – I actually want to create a board, too. I just haven't had time to do it yet. Um, but it's – it's in essence, that game is uh, very fun because it's just – it's up to your creativity to make a Super Mario Brothers board that you've always wanted to make. Again, you have uh, villains that you can choose from, too, right? Mm -hmm. um, all the different power-ups are, are generally available, too. Um, it's, it's pretty fun. Uh, have you ever played that or seen someone play it, Joe? Well, no, I, I only like online stuff and like memes. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, it's ridiculous. Those fires. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thing, you know, like something that's, that's, what I'm, that's one of the boards I'm talking about. Why? Just <laughs> right. I mean, I guess just to be perfect and you have to just like use the literally you have to use the force for that shit because you just, <laughs> and, but no, it sounds like a cool game. I mean, I might just get a switch just for that. I mean, that sounds kind of cool. Yeah, it, it is really and, cool. Um, especially they got the different versions. I mean, you know, I'd probably choose a Super Mario three version. You know, that those yeah. graphics or whatever. But uh, no, that's cool. You can do different versions, and um, yeah, I like to try it. Cool, cool. All right, what's your number four? Uh, again, no particular order, and you know, as as I narrowed down more, I said I was gonna have like a genre. I think I can pick a specific game. I'll need your help for this because I know you'll know them. But um, the other one that's definitely specific is Tecmo Super Bowl. Um, not Tecmo Bowl. I mean, Tecmo Bowl was, was a very fun game, too. That was the start of it. But the, when Tecmo Super Bowl came out, that had everybody. And it's just I remember playing that game so much. I mean, till this day, I'll, I'll still get As a game, I'll play – you know, people people talk shit to each other because uh, I can beat you. This is my team in that game, and I'm gonna, you know, it's whatever. <laughs> it's such a fun game, and you know, it's if you haven't played, you know, God, just do yourself some justice and play the damn game. And uh, it's it's it holds a, it definitely. I, I think I still have it. I mean, with that, I can't remember what I have that one retro system I got, yeah. but I have that. So, but um, yeah, Tecmo Super Bowl. That's a, that's a classic. I remember um, being able to throw, <laughs> being able to throw. I don't know how many yards, ninety nine um, yards, the whole field, <laughs> off screen, 
um, because the guy was just sitting there wide open. And I remember like either making the pass or even trying to hit you trying to make the pass and you just dodge because I would, you, you die, you dive diagonal, right? And you would, you'd kind of move just at the last minute to dodge him and then throw an unbelievable pass catches it for a touchdown end game. It's <laughs> just, just amazing. And then you have some super uh, speed freaks on the team to block your extra points. Um, uh, what was the one the bears had? Was there speed? It's either Dent or Singletary. Yeah, I, I want to say Singletary. Um, but, yeah, that game was – I remember playing that time and time again, again, in our same bedroom with the air conditioner on and hearing you and Matt yell uh, <laughs> about the game or getting mad or whatever. And yeah. I'd I play, too, every now and then. And uh, that, That's a classic. And I think we might have that, too, on our system, right, Diggs? We have Tech Mobile for the Switch. Okay. Not super technical. No. Okay. Um, but it's it's a all those games like you said they're they're fun. Right. Um, but I remember that one specifically too. That's a fun game. Great game. Uh, it brings back a lot of memories. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, number three on my list. Uh, I'm gonna go a little older. Uh, not that much older, I guess. But uh, from the from Game Boy. Um, again put this game in front of me i will play it uh and because it just it just brings back so many memories and i love the property to this day um very much especially the first generation um the next game i, I choose is pokemon blue um from uh, the pokemon games and pokemon blue i remember playing on game advance it said pokemon blue but it was it had like a blue tint to it because otherwise it was just a grayscale game um but my that started every that was an early point. The thing that started all was the cards, collecting the cards. But I remember playing Pokemon Blue, and my starter Pokemon was Squirtle, and that started my my Squirtle to this day is still my favorite uh, starter Pokemon. Um, and getting him to Blastoise, and I remember getting a Pidgey and getting him to Pidgeot, um, and they became uh, very very powerful. And I I got them maxed out, or however it seems like to be maxed out. Um, to the point where I got to the end of the game and I used those guys uh, to beat all the, the Pokemon in the highest gyms and you battle Giovanni, um, you, buy, you battle Lieutenant Surge, all, just all these guys, all the original gym leaders. Um, just, just so much fun. I remember like just, and it was handheld, you know, that, that was what was so cool about it to me anyway too. Um, but you got, you got to play all the Pokemon and I developed a move or a strategy that I think I passed on to Diggs too, um, where there was like you you would get some uh, legendary pokemon you get a chance to catch them and when you found them what i would do is i would um save the game and then i would replay it right at that right at that moment so that if i didn't catch them cuz they would run away from you um if i didn't catch them i could just start over start the game again and try <laughs> try again so i would purposely just save at certain points so that i could continue right at that point and um, or if I ran out of Pokeballs or stuff like that too, I would save the game, um, replay in case I if I miss it or I didn't catch it or kicked out of every single Pokeball I used, just start over and try again. <laughs> and um, it's a cool strategy. It worked at the time. But Pokemon Blue, um, its partner was Pokemon Red, which I know you played, Joe, um, and that had uh, your Charizard <laughs> or uh, Charmander, I should say. Um, and then the, they later came out with Pokemon Yellow, and that was where you had any choice um, plus uh, Pikachu as your starter Pokemon. But Pokemon Blue is my number three. Yeah, I'll, I'll piggyback off there. I mean, because I had the red, 
<laughs> and I that, that's, that was such a fun game because, like I said, maybe it was the whole hand thing that was more special because the graphics were nothing special. Right. But they were simple, but they were cool. And, you know, just going through all that. And, you know, I never knew about that the legendary Pokemon. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm like, I'm do that. I can't, I can't even remember. I remember you can name them. I, I forgot what I named it. God dang it. I, oh, yeah. and Probably a naughty word or something. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure it wasn't appropriate. <laughs> but um, that, the thing I remember that about too is we got excited when the 64 came out because yes. they had that one game. You could Pokemon Stadium. Fight, yeah. And we, yeah, Pokemon Stadium. And we fought and he whooped my ass because, of course, <laughs> yeah. Blastoise, which is water, you're going to kill my fire. I'm like, damn it. But, uh, but no, that, that was cool, too, because you, you could actually take that to the next level when games kind of caught up or, you know, compatible or whatever. And that's the uh, stadium was very cool, too. That's, I forgot all about that game, but that's very cool. Yeah, stadium was a big jump because you could take all your Pokemon that you had, import them into the game, and they became in color um, and, you know, three-dimensional or, you know, whatever that whatever dimension it was, three-dimensional, I think. Um, it was really cool. It's, it was like the same grab, uh, same uh, moves, um, the same animations kind of thing, but it was like it, it was better because it was on the 64 too. Uh, Diggs, did you ever get a chance to play that game? Yes. Okay. What do you think? Um, it's, it's a classic Pokemon game. Um, I decided to be different from both of you, and I chose Bulbasaur. Which is my favorite Pokemon to this yeah. day. <laughs> we were about it the other day. <laughs> I ended up naming him Win, and I I think it was just because I wanted to win at all the Pokemon <laughs> battles. But um, I later developed a better reasoning once I played the game more, and I figured out that since he was just such a high level that he can one-hit Pokemon, one-to-three-hit Pokemon. And that's why I would call him Win because he can one-to-three-hit Pokemon and just KO. But I, I remember playing that game. I searched up how to um, beat the... or figure out the puzzle to beat Lieutenant Surge with all the different trash cans. <laughs> and in the newer game, Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu... They they totally got rid of that part. Oh really? The different trash can puzzle or the trash can puzzle? They yeah. got rid of that, and they just had you fight Pokemon trainers up to him. Um, or no, they did keep it, except there wasn't a specific pattern that you had to do. You just had to do one of them. Okay. Okay. Um, but I like that game. I love it. Um, I remember one time I told the wild card about me getting a uh, gold duck to beat Charizard because the real rival had the opposite starter type that would beat you. And I remember telling him about gold duck and he th thought he was gold um, instead of blue. And I was like, no, he's blue. And he was like, nah, it's gold. And then he ended up searching it up and he's like, Oh, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Gold duck. Just I uh, I don't know why they call him gold duck, but uh, it's uh, the evolved form of Psyduck. And he's a blue, he's a blue duck. <laughs> uh, all right, so that was my number three, uh, Pokemon Blue. Diggs, what's your number three? My number three is a game called Undertale. Oh, my God, yeah. Undertale is 
a very unique game. Um, it's a pixel-like game. It's pixelated, and it's in color, but it's different from... It's an RPG game, except it's different from your normal RPG game. You can choose to kill everything, spare everything, or go neutral, kill some things, and spare some things. The story of it is you're a person that's walking on a mountain, or you're walking up a mountain. It doesn't really give much past before that, but you're walking up a mountain called like Mount Ebot or something like that. And then you fall down a hole into a place called the underground where monsters have been banished from the humans you, and they can't break out because of a spell that they casted unless they collect seven human souls. And just so you know, or just so you know, um, it just so happens that the character that you're playing is the seventh human soul that they need. Ah, and you're playing through the game. You meet all these different characters. The first person you meet is Flowey the Flower. Um, some of their names are... It's funny. Um, one of them is named Toriel. And it's kind of like tutorial. Because she kind of gives you the tutorial of the game. Plan, plan um, words, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's Asgore. Um, <coughs> oh. Bless you, sir. Bless, Bless you, sir. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's, his name is related to something I forgot, but there's one character that I ended up cosplaying as, and his name is Sans, and he's a skeleton that just makes a bunch of jokes, and if you're playing the pacifist run, he's a nice guy, until a certain moment where he says if he didn't make a promise with Toriel that he would protect a human if a human ever got past the, a door, that the you would be dead where you stand and that's the first point where you get a kind of a threat from him and then you play the genocide run and he is the hardest boss in the game (laughs) i am still trying to beat him actually but undertale it was released in 2015 i got into it at 2016 and i just watched a bunch of playthroughs i finished a playthrough of it on youtube and i was just searching for a different one and I watched a bunch of them. And then it, w- it was announced that it was going to be released on the Switch. So I got, got it there and I played through it for my first time. And wow. it was awesome. Oh, that's cool. The same gameplay on the Switch? Mm-hmm. Okay. The cool. only thing that's different is that they added another boss. Well, that's good. That's good. Uh, Undertale, uh, I've, I've watched him play. I have never played it because it's just, it's just another one of those games where it's just, it's just hard. Some of the things that I've seen, it's just too hard. Um. It's, I, I enjoy watching him play until he starts getting mad. And then I was like, let's take a break <laughs> because uh, it's some of the, yeah, they're just some of the, it's just really kind of, it's hard to play, but uh, very basic graphics. It's like a, an eight bit kind of feel. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, very old school sounds um, and uh, like, you know, music as well. Uh, but very popular, like an underground kind of underground kind of game. Um, I remember when you did cosplay or you went on that for like Halloween too, um, we saw a couple of people who recognized Sans too. Um, but it, it's a fun game. Uh, but again, just one, I just not for me as like, and I, it, it's, it's, but I could tell it's fun. It's, it, it is popular, but I'm like, I, I, I like the way it looks. I like all the sounds, the gameplay, all that stuff, but I can't, I, I can't play it. I can't play it. It's just, I'm, I'm not good at it. Ever heard of that one? 
No, never heard of it. Um, sounds, you know, but, you know, I, I like all these games Diego's mentioning. I definitely I, I want to try them because they sound kind of cool. Yeah. And, um, no, never heard of it, but, you know, shit, give me a, game, give me a day where we're going to play video games and let's try all five of these because <laughs> they sound cool. There you go. The invite is out there, Diggs. Uh, uh, Wildcard, what's your number three? Um, okay, so here's where I might need some help. Because um, I do know the game. I just, I'm, 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 you know, I don't have the greatest memory. But I'll say, I'll start with this one, uh, Mortal Kombat. It is the one, and I guess we, if we have to be specific, that's why, I mean, I just love Mortal Kombat games in general. Fair enough, fair I'll, enough. I'll play, I'll play them all. Yeah. But I guess we had to get real narrow specific. It was that one, I don't know if it was three or four, it was the one we all played, me, you, and Matt. Uh, which had, she, like Kentaro, Goro, yeah. all I mean, those guys. Those guys, you know, um, whatever one that was, I mean, you know, maybe three or four, help us out with the comments, who knows. But, um, that was, I remember that being, because that was, they had all the characters, and I remember my guy was Mutaro, and yeah, it's because he was so powerful, at least I could actually win, and he got, you know, and Matt probably let me win, too, even with Mutaro <laughs> back but, um, but no, I mean, I, I did, like, Kintaro was badass, you know, Goro's dad, I think that was supposed to be, but, you know, we, we all had our own classic guys, and, um, you know, it was, you were always raiding. Striker, oh, yeah. and um, I mean, those were your boys. To this day, I'm still raiding. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's so whatever that Mortal Kombat game is specifically, but I, I guess that I like it so much, I respect the franchise because I'll play when they introduce like Jason and Freddy and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Playing that with Diggs, I'm like, oh, that's okay, that I want to play that because they get all the. And, you know, they still released some, like, Michael. I think they had Michael Myers in one, too, or I coming think so. out. That, they, they did the Predator. Um, the Predator, yeah. I don't think I've ever played that one. And, and they had the Alien, too. Right. So, what was it? Like, the Predator was on, like, Xbox and something else was on on uh, PlayStation. Possibly. I thought they – maybe 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 you're right. Yeah, maybe. I know we, the Xbox one that we have, we have the Predator. So, we, we, we have both. We do have the, the Alien, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, cool. Um, they, they Maybe made, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, the, I mean, great pick. I, I think. I mean, I love the Mortal Kombat series too. Um, I'd play every single one that's ever come out at some point. Um, some are like better than others, but I remember that that one that you're referring to because we had we had battles um, galore, and I remember your guys being so tough to beat, but and we were like really really excited when we finally beat him and you were really mad <laughs> when that would happen I, mean, I had some guys i had motaro i had noob cybot or i think that's his noob name yep. i love i love that dude and sub-zero those are my three boys that i always pick and yeah i remember they were tough to beat especially noob when noob got rolling he was tough yeah. to beat he had a lot of good moves um that's yeah um i'm trying to think of matt's guys matt's guys were he he picked people that would just knew that would, it would agitate us um, he had Jackson. um and Kano. I think he did Kano too. Um, yeah, maybe Johnny Cage. I can't remember if he did Johnny Cage or not. He he, he flirted with it. I mean, it was a regular. Yeah, but he was really great with it. But I, I know uh, those two for sure. Because oh, uh, I remember he uh, yeah. kick against us. Um, yeah, he did uh, that. 
Uh, and Nightwolf. He used to pick up Nightwolf. Nightwolf. Yeah, that's why. That was, that was his boy. I think he got <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> And I, I, my, my guys were other than other than Raiden because I'm, I like I said, I still love that guy, uh, and I always try to play them. I, I was always trying to be Sonya or Sonya Blade, and um, um, Striker, the cop that, that I always loved. I love because his his, his grenade at you and his little 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 guns that he he would fire at you. I love that guy too. Um, but yeah, Mortal Kombat's fantastic. Diggs, you you've played Mortal Kombat, the newer versions. Um, if are you a fan of the Mortal Kombat games? Yeah, it's a fun game. Yep, sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's because I always play after we play. What's the Dragon Ball game we play? The two games that we play. Uh, Xenoverse Two and uh, Fighter Z. Yeah, so Fighter Z is the dumb one, right? Or I think the dumb one because it's yeah, yeah I'm not good at it at all. Um, and then Xenoverse Two is the one that I like it has all the characters on there. But right after I play those games, because ultimately Diggs will always beat me. Um, I always, in my head I'm always like, I wish I could play Mortal Kombat so I could just pulverize <laughs> pulverize you after um, embarrassing me, embarrassing me, beat me in these uh, Dragon Ball games. Dragon Ball I love, um, but I cannot beat this guy. Uh, but it's a, it's a Mortal Kombat games are, are, are incredibly awesome. The fatalities, all the different fatalities or babalities, um, the friendly ones too that are just goofy sometimes. They're Whenever you would do a fatality or the ultimate move where you would see the skulls being crashed and something like that, I always got chills. Like, yeah, that that's it, from the, the newer games where you press yeah. both buttons. Um, you can hear the bones like the x-ray i think it's the x-rays attacks yeah. or whatever but you can see the bones crack and there are some very very cool ones even on the the newest one i think we or the second and newest one we played um they just got better with the graphics and they, it just looks intense so yeah i like that pick great pick joe with uh, mortal Kombat. um specifically that one you're talking about but the entire series is is very commendable. okay uh we're down to our number twos here um my number two is I guess a lot of mine are old school, um, but uh, you were saying the the Mortal Kombat franchise. My my franchise is uh, Mega Man, and um, but I specifically pick Mega Man uh, Three. Um, Mega Man Three was hot off the tails of Mega Man Two, obviously, um, but the first Mega Man game was really just stupid um, <laughs> because it just it was just hard. Uh, the, the the end bosses were just hard to beat, um, and even some of the regular bosses were just hard to beat. I, but I, I remember I, I took a lot of pride in when I finally beat Mega Man, um, but I'm like, I'm never playing this game again. It's, it's, it's just too hard. It's unnecessarily, I thought. Then yeah, you fast forward to Mega Man 2, and a much better gameplay. I mean, it's, it's just, it's, it's more fun. Uh, the bosses are, are, I think, are even better. Um, and then you get to Mega Man 3, which is where I, I think I, I remember playing when I was obviously a little older. Um, but I like that one the best because the, the characters were just really refined at that point. Um, it had some throwbacks to the original. It also, I think it introduced, um, what's that, what's the whistle guy? What's his name? Proto Proto Man. Oh, Proto Man. Oh, I think it introduced yeah. Proto Man there for the first time too, um, but it, the I'm looking it up right now. But the it had it had Spark Man, 
We got Hard Man, Gemini Man, Snake Man, um, Magnet Man, Shadow Man, Top Man, and Needle Man. Uh, those bosses were just, just they, were, they were beatable. And depending, obviously, like all the other Mega Man games, you beat one boss and they will help you beat the other bosses too. Um, you'll obviously get the, it'll let you beat them easier. Um, but I remember Snake Man, as soon as I saw Snake Man, just like Bubble Man from Mega Man 2, um, I knew that was going to be the boss that beats uh, Dr. Wily at the end because it was just a pathetic move. It had no range. You just shot it and the snake fell off. I was like, I know that's going to be the one uh, to beat uh, Dr. Wily because that's the same kind of move that um, Bubble Man was. And that's what you needed um, in Mega Man 2 as well to beat Wily. But Mega Man 3 was my, is my number three. What do, you, what do you guys think of that? Um, I, you got me hooked into the Mega Man games, I feel like, because I love the Blue Bomber now. And when I saw that the 11th game was coming out, I was like, oh, that looks awesome. Or Mega Man 11. That's not the 11th because there was right. Mega Man X and whatever. But um, Mega Man 11 was, is a hard game. I'm, all I have to do is beat Wily. I beat the Yellow Devil for that game. Even that was kind of hard. It, it was easier than Mega Man 1, though. Um, Mega Man 3, though, is pretty cool. I remember you and me arguing over what Gemini Man meant, <laughs> um, whether it was crystals or duplicates. Um, yeah. uh, but the Mega Man games are just awesome. Yeah, they are. Um, yeah. What is it? What's the, what'd you guys come up with, Gemini, Gemini Man? What was the argument? What did you guys think? Crystal. Crystal? Because Gemini means multiple. Right. But, but I just then the stage was like all crystal yeah. I, I thought anyway, yeah. Um, it was, it got, we got pretty heated. I remember uh, Diego kicked me out for a couple days <laughs> <laughs> until I returned. No, I mean, I, like I said, I, I will obviously talk about it a little bit further, um, but Mega Man 3 is just, just fantastic. Um, Diggs, it's safe to say your number two is not Mega Man? Yes. All right, so let's talk about your number two. My number two is Fortnite. Fortnite. And I saw the trailer for it, which was just the horde, and you had to defend that, and that immediately hooked me on. I kind of related it to Minecraft at first, but it's instead you had to fight a bunch of zombies. Um, but... The reason I like Fortnite is because you can play it by yourself and then you can play it with all your different friends. They recently added it so that you can play with 16 people in a lobby and go into Team Rumble, what they call, is what they call a 20v20, first to 100 kills. Or you can play uh, Creative or Playground. Playground is pretty much you go onto the battle royale map and you can just mess around there and then creative you can make your own islands and you can make a bunch of different maps you can make death runs and free-for-all maps that's those are the most popular ones of course they are but uh i like the game just because battle royale to me at least is more fun with multiple people and then when you're playing by yourself it's more to just when you're bored 
Okay. Save the world is more by yourself playing through it. And it's still fun. Uh, maybe probably better than Battle Royale, in my opinion. Because in Save the World, we never talked about Save the World too much, but um, or we didn't. Uh, but the guns in Save the World, they have durability to them. And you have to craft more guns and ammo and all these different other things. You have to build your own bases. Because otherwise you'd run out. Yeah, otherwise you'd run out. And you get schematics for guns. Um, but uh, what I'm still hoping that they add is a version where it's similar to Minecraft survival mode. Where you're just in an open world for save the world kind of thing. You have all your schematics. You can craft all these different guns, except you start from ground zero. And you can make your own base, and then you'll find husks around the map that you can fight, and they might raid your base or stuff like that. I'm still hoping that they add something like that, because that would be really cool, I feel like. But go ahead. Oh, no, no, go ahead. Um, but they haven't yet. Uh, the most recent thing was creative. Um Fortnite, it's a fun game, in my opinion. It's a shared opinion by a lot of people. <laughs> Again, we talked about this earlier too, but um, Fortnite, from the prim- from the basic premise of the game, has just grown and evolved so much for that. It's it's, it's played by all ages essentially, um, and there's so many components like Roblox. There's so many components to that game that um, makes it very uh, interesting and, and viable uh, for for video game players. Um, plus, the coolest aspect, I think, too, is their, their concept of the seasons. Um, so every, every time they introduce a season, it's like an upgrade to the game where, you know, you play Mega Man 3, once you, you beat it, it's, it's done, right? It's, it's a finite game. Uh, Fortnite has continuous uh, seasons, and that just kind of brings more features to the game. It updates uh, more downloadable content, DLCs, right? New skins, new weapons, new events. Um, it's, just, it's just always... Uh, putting out more game content which is why it's still very popular today and obviously joel is trying to figure out a way to get digs uh to get three million dollars for, for winning that game too <laughs> uh but anything else you want to add to that no i mean it makes sense it's, it makes sense it's 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 like you say it's it's probably the game today that's what everybody plays and it's going to be around for probably quite a while so i, I, I think so. game i haven't played but i'll i'll play it for sure yeah, it's it's very fun, and uh, you can spend hours playing this game too. All right, we are going right to the wild cards number two on his top five favorite video game list. What's your number two? Yeah, I mean, well, no particular order again for me, but yeah, um, I, I we were bound to share a game sooner or later because I know we played a lot of games together, and it was Mega Man Three. Mega Man Three. Um, I remember that was the that was the first game. I remember saving forty dollars. <laughs> oh yeah! Before basketball practice, to mom took me to Zare, which is now Coles? whatever I don't know, the Marshalls or whatever the hell. Mar- it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's where Zare was, and got a lot of good toys from that that place. Yeah, and I remember, you know, I remember being so proud. I remember telling everybody at basketball practice, I just got to make a man three, you know. 
And, uh, yeah, I was uh, – I love that game. The music was great. Yeah, we didn't the, even talk about the soundtrack. Yeah. That's what, made, that, that's what makes Mega Man a, a complete game is – well, they had the music too. Yeah. And it, it was so cool. I mean, the, the, all the care – I remember there was a lot of cool bosses, but I remember that game specifically. Those bosses always were, like, the best to me. I mean, in the second one, they had Heatman. Heat, I like Heatman. He was cool. cool. But as a collective group, I liked every one of those of, of those uh, Mega Man 3 guys. Yeah. And you got the Jet. You got the little uh, bungee jump RC oh, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there is a, there is so much there's so much fun about that game. And I can't even – and I think, well, that was the cool part about that one was once you beat the bosses, like the four corners lit up and you had to beat the – the guys from Mega Man 2, the bosses from Mega Man 2. Oh, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. I totally well, forgot about that. It was, it was an ultimate game because you got Mega Man 2 and 3 with all the, you know, the, just the best parts of 2. Oh, so, man. Yeah, Mega Man 3, that was definitely on my list. And great game. Great game. It's, I mean, we, we have, uh, we have uh, like the, the Mega oh, Man collection, right? Digs, I think. Yeah. Um, so very, we can play uh, all level. all the different Mega Mans and uh um just, I don't want to say it's timeless, but <laughs> it's still as fun today for me anyway as it was way back then. Uh just more I think it might have a, a fonder appreciation of it, I guess. But yeah, like you said, it's a complete game, whether with, with the bosses, the gameplay, uh the music, um the different power-ups, the weapons. Some of the weapons are, you know repeat a lot of them are like the same kind of concept but they just they just look they just look so much better needle man again was so cool the way he bounced around right um snake the board the levels were uh, very uh good too um i remember having a hard time with shadow man and i think i, I think it was i could be wrong but i think snake man was the guy to use against shadow man too do you remember top man Top man. Top man. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because I, so when you're top man, you jump up and you spin. And I remember yep. sometimes if you hit him just right, you like lose like 90% of your power and he's, he still has a ton left because you, you didn't hit him right or whatever the case is. But yeah, yep. top man, that's right. Top man's move was really dumb too. <laughs> um, uh, but that's, that's right. I usually beat him with that. But yeah, I don't know. And like the games that came after that too, I remember playing up until a certain point. Um, when they start losing the 8-bit kind of feel, I guess you yeah. would say, um, then I kind of stopped. But everyone until that, I think I played and I beat um, as well. I, uh, I just didn't play them as much as Mega Man 2 and Mega Man 3. But I remember beating them all because we got excited when they came out. And they've had collections come out over the years too. So if you're lucky to get the collection, get it um, and enjoy every game except Mega Man 1. Uh, beat that once and then <laughs> the Yellow Devil in that game is stupidly hard. Um, it's just, just dumb. I remember, Diego, do you remember when I beat that downstairs and I got so happy that I beat it? I, I literally only got off my seat and just kind of did a big fist pump because I beat that thing. Because you, you'll get, you get, you get no like E canisters or anything like that. You just got to beat them. And it's just so hard with the way he goes back and forth. It's, I hate the yellow devil. Hate him. Um, <laughs> anything else you want to say about Mega Man again? Um, about the Yellow Devil, I remember that we were playing Mega Man 1, and I would try to beat all the bosses, but I eventually got angry and gave up, and I handed the controller over to you, and you ended up beating all of them. 
<laughs> including the Yellow Devil. Um, and I remember that you beat him, and I was like, "That's too hard." It is. <laughs> it it really is really really hard. Um, it, but yeah, Mega Man's a cool game. It's a cool, cool franchise and series. Yeah, that, just classic, classic all the way through. Uh, great pick, and uh, I'll, I'll, yeah, like you said, we could talk about Mega Man forever, <laughs> um, but we have bedtimes to go to sometimes. So, um, really brings me to my, our number one picks, correct? And this will be my first uh, modern game, um, and so I, and I, I played a lot of the modern games too. I mean, the ones that Diggs has mentioned are like like current, um, and I've seen them played. I, I might have played a couple of them, but not not often enough um, to the extent that Diggs plays, but. Um, the franchise that I fell back in love with again for video games, um, and I made sure I bought every one in the franchise as well. Um, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna mention the franchise first, but I'll mention specifically um, which is my favorite. Um, and it's it's a very close tie. There's it's I almost have to say two of them, um, but it's the Halo franchise, and that's that's my only modern game on this on this top five list. I could play any game of the Halo franchise anytime again. Um, but Halo has just brought back just so many fun memories. Um, Halo 1, um, I liked because I remember playing it with you, Joe. Um, and we would be at the yep. house playing. And I don't know. I don't think it was like a game experience we ever experienced um, to that point. But I remember like sitting down and we were we were playing that game through and through because we could do multiplayer uh, or local player co-op, and we were both Spartans and we had you know shot. It was just so cool. We're shooting aliens. You know what more can you ask for? All these cool weapons, all these cool guns, tanks, vehicles, and you're killing aliens. <laughs> um, uh, the brutes are very cool and tough to tough to do. And I remember the Halo. The only reason I didn't pick Halo one as my as my specific mention in this franchise um, is because the end was hard. Well, it, harder, I should say. It's still very beatable, but I remember it's 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 not it's not a gimme, it, and it, it's not a gimme because you're you're the warthog, and you have to. It's timed. That's the stupid part of it. It's timed on you. If you don't get so far, the place blows up, and you're and you're gone with it. Um, and I remember I could not beat that. I think Joe, you were the one who had to drive. Um, in, in order yeah. to get through that, then fast forward to uh, with, with Diego playing it. Um, I think I had to get the control so that we could finally pass it too. And that's what that's why I have fond memories of it because I remember when it first came out, I was playing with with you, Joe, and it was just, it was just so much fun. And then when I got this guy to join me over here, we played Halo. I introduced Halo to him with that game. And just, it just brought back all those memories. Um, so for that alone, that 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 part of that game is priceless to me. Um, but my number one pick, in the Halo franchise, would be Halo Reach. Um, that game I can play, and I have played like in the last six months um, again because Halo Reach was it's 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 it brought it back to like a basic level almost. Um, your Spartans again, and you have all the basic guns. It was like a, a prequel to the game too. Um, so it brought back the, the covenant, um, that, that was the main villain. It didn't have like the, um, the flood or anything like that either. The flood was always aggravating too, uh, but it, it brought it back just to Spartans against, uh, the covenant. 
And what made Halo Reach very interesting, um, I don't, Joe, I don't even know if you've played Halo Reach, um, but uh, the end of the game was, it was unbeatable. You, you couldn't beat the game. The ending of the game was you had to die <laughs> um, because it, it, that was the whole point of Halo Reach. It was, it was, a, lost, it was a lost battle point, I think. And um, it ended with the Covenant just taking over. You did your job. You did what you had to do, but you did it at a price, and the price was your life. So, and I remember like playing that multiple times, just like, no, I, there's got to be a way. There's got to be a way. And I remember just trying to hide, but they would just eventually find you and just hoard you, and then you you, you can't win because you'd run out of ammo because uh, you had a finite thing of that. You just couldn't you, you couldn't beat it. And I remember, and that's the the credits would roll right after that because it would show your helmet or something. I can't remember. Um, in the, and the and the credits were always like, ah. Oh, that's it. You, you did what you did what you came to do. You you accomplished your mission, but it came at the ultimate price. You had a you had to die. Um, so Halo Reach was my number is my my favorite of the franchise. Um, what are your thoughts on the Halo on Halo Reach or just Halo in general? Um, I, I don't remember. You know what? How, how you describe Halo Reach? I probably never played that because I, awesome. I think I I, I I might remember that ending. <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> But no, I mean, just uh, just uh, it was. It's you know, I guess if I had a, it was right. Uh, number six for me would be Halo, you know, because yeah. I'm a huge fan of the game. Just because, like that first game, it need it. I think it took me and you to beat that game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. So, and I think that was the first time a game that's ever done that, where we and you we had to fucking. We had to do that game together, otherwise right. it was not going to happen, you know. <laughs> but um, but no, it's a fun game, great pick. Uh, again, uh, you know, one thing I left out was you know, Diggs has made me such a proud uncle because he's had some really cool Halloween outfits. Um, he was <laughs> Mega Man when he was younger, and yeah. you know, he had a whole a whole Mega Man outfit, which was awesome. And then you know, he was he was the, the Halo guy too, Master Chief. <laughs> That was, I mean, you make your uncle's proud, Diego, because <laughs> we are huge fans with that. But um, now, Halo, great pick, and I might have to play that Halo Reach because that does not sound familiar. Really, I, 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 it's definitely worth I it. I got one on the 360, and I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it's called, but I beat that one, and I play that one every once in a while. That's, I think it's the only Halo game I got right now. But yeah, I, I'll have to, I'll have to play that Reach because that sounds interesting. Yeah, it's very cool. Uh, what do you think, Diggs? Um, Halo Reach. I remember, or I remember that I didn't like it. Yeah. And the reason I didn't like it is because everyone died. Yeah. <laughs> Every single person died except for the person that took Cortana to deliver them, or Cortana to Master Chief, because this took place before Halo One. Yeah, it was a prequel. Right, 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 right. Um, but I didn't like the game because everyone died. <laughs> um, and that last mission, I remember, I was like, that can't be it. Like, you just die? Right. And uh, it's it's a good franchise, Halo. I'd have to say that my favorite game from Halo would be Halo 2. And the reasoning for that is because not only do you play as Master Chief in that, but you also play as the Covenant, and you can be the Arbiter. The Arbiter, yep. <laughs> and it, you can fly the, what are they called? The purple things? Yeah. Um, the Banshee. 
Ah, yeah, thank you, thank you. Fly the Banshees, and it's a really cool game. They introduced the flood in there. Um, they introduced the double wielding guns too for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I loved Halo too. Um, Halo Five was stupid because you can't play local player. So Halo Four came out. That, that I remember. I remember we were you and I were both excited about that because we we played both all the games up until that point, and yeah. their local co-op. And then when mm-hmm. we found about Halo Five, I was like, "Oh my God, another one!" Because we you usually get these games for Christmas, and mm-hmm. uh, we would spend Christmas the next day after Christmas or like New Year's Eve just playing the game through and trying to beat it. You know, um, God, those are fun memories too. Um, but then Halo Five right came out, and they took away local co-op. So even in the story mode, you can only play as one person. It's like a component that was in every single game, they take out. Why? It frustrated me because it was I was looking. It was a game we looked forward to every every time it came out. Because we, again, we inevitably would get it for like Christmas, and we would spend we'd be on Christmas vacation, and we would play the game and just beat it. But we we couldn't do that. We I remember I, I turned over the reins to you at that point because I was like, okay, go ahead and just beat it, buddy. Because we can't play together, so I'll, I'll just watch you play and beat it. Um, I think the next Halo, I think they're bringing that component back. Um, so I'm kind of excited about that. Uh, yeah, Halo Infinite. It's coming out in November, actually. It's coming up. Um, oh, soon? That soon? Yeah. Okay. Um, it looks, from the trailer, it looks like it's going to be local co-op. Because you see Master Chief and a person uh, on his side with the whole UNSC. He's with the UNSC in space. And then Master Chief hits his window of the spaceship and he lets him in and then he powers them on and it looks like those two are working together so it looks like it'll be local co-op which will be cool i hope so i hope so so that that's my uh my number one uh of uh rounding out my top five video games of, that i like of all time um and there's so many games i didn't even mention right and but but that's that's what my list is for so um uh digs what is your last game to mention? I guess you're number one. Um, before I say it, I'm just going to give an honorable mention to a couple games. <laughs> okay, Uncle Matt. Um, go ahead. What's your honorable mentions? <laughs> <laughs> Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Uh, of course. Um, I'm curious what your number one is. I thought that was going to be it. Battle Block Theater is another fun game. <laughs> um... I didn't plan honorable mentions. I was thinking about doing it, but I didn't. <laughs> Xenoverse 2 is another one, and those will be my three honorable mentions. All right. But my number one is Minecraft. You know, I, oh, God, I should have put that in my top five somewhere. Yeah, you're right, Minecraft. Okay, go, I'll, go ahead, talk. I have loved Minecraft for the longest time now. I've watched playthroughs or let's plays on youtube i finally got the game and i was so excited i played it it's a calming game it's a nice and calm game there's nothing too frustrating about it besides the skeletons (laughs) Um, it's a nice calm adventurous build your own world kind of game it's it's a sandbox pretty much um and it's just so fun by yourself with multiple people it's awesome yeah um 
again i'm actually i'm kicking myself for not i think minecraft would have to it, my, my top five is final that's it but minecraft is now literally trying to find a way in to, to breach my my defenses there uh minecraft i love i one well my main reason i love minecraft is because that's a game to this day that i can still play with uh diego and chloe the bandit um herself we all three of us still play that game again up to this day and again it's it's when it first came out uh, or when we first were able to play it together all three of us um it, uh, it it's just in my head forever it'll always it'll always be there just it's timeless um but i also remember the first experience i played with minecraft and i remember thinking this is the dumbest game on the planet because i didn't know what to do all i did was dig dirt <laughs> and I would, all you saw was the arm and I was digging dirt, and it would turn nighttime, and then things would come out. They would kill me. And I'd be like, well, how do you fight these things? I mean, what, what are you supposed to do? What am I looking for? And that's the point. <laughs> like you said, it's like going into a sandbox. Um, you, you build things, and everything's got that Minecraft look, the box kind of look, right? Um, but you, you, build, you build houses. Um, there is, I guess, an ending to the game with the underworld, right? Or the, the nether dragon. Yeah, and yeah, or the Ender Dragon, I should say. Dragon, yeah. um, but that's not even the point of the game. The point is just to build your stuff, and that's what we did. And we actually revisited our first couple worlds the other day too, and we had um, our winter house that we would always visit on Christmas because it had snow. <laughs> um, you guys would make big these big boxes and make them look like presents, Christmas presents, and we would exchange Christmas presents on yeah. the Minecraft board. Um, Chloe was president at one point. <laughs> Chloe was a, a a priest, and she made a church. Or you guys both made a church. I can't remember now. Yeah. Uh, and Chloe would always make us go to Sunday mass, so we would go to church at Minecraft. <laughs> Minecraft. Um, we would have elections. Um, we would have desert homes, jungle homes. Um, uh, Chloe would always, or she would always uh, make sure she had dogs and cats. To the point where we re again we revisited one of the first worlds, and Diggs, it was just Diggs and I, and we were looking in, or Diggs was looking in there, and says, "Here's Chloe's cat cat house." <laughs> Opened up the door, and all I don't know, thirty cats were still in the house, all alive, meowing like crazy. And then it was, "Oh my god, that's so funny." And they took me to the dog house. Same thing. All the dogs were on leashes. Um, they all had their different color collars and everything. Cause she named every single one of them. Um. But it's it's just so fun, and we all got our duties. Uh, mine, I always told you guys, like I'll, I'm the miner. I'll do whatever material you want. I'll go out and mine it and find it, like gold or or coal or whatever whatever we were looking for, um, and diamond. Uh, and some of those things were really hard to find. You had to go so deep, uh, digging deep into the world in order to find it. Um, I uh, yeah, and you guys just you guys did your things too, and. I, <laughs> It's it's just it's so funny. It's just a fun fun game, and like you said, calming. Yeah, it really is. And guess what? Minecraft is one of those games where you start playing, and like this podcast, it just goes on forever <laughs> and ever. Um, it's just like you you could easily play three five hours at a sitting, and it's it's just fun. Um, Another thing that uh, makes it cool is the skin packs and the mashup packs and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. They did some Marvel skin packs, um, Adventure Times, Steven Universe, Star Wars. Um, there's so many, and it's really cool. How you can just transform into your favorite characters and play a really cool game. Right, right. And I'm going to assume, Wildcard, you've never played Minecraft? 
I think I might have I might have played it like Diego let me try it for like a minute because I wanted to try it and I I don't know what the hell I was doing <laughs> and that was my first experience with it too I, I think I watched him more than than I played yeah. of course but no I mean I don't know I, I'll, again I, I probably need to upgrade my my gaming system because again I'm <laughs> years and years behind but um but no it's, it sounds like a fun game and again there's the uh, the merchandise I, I think I know it more from the merchandise yeah. you know before I actually heard of the game you know I saw the game so you know that's a uh, good that's a good pick it's a good pick yeah love Minecraft great great pick uh, Diggs and again it's really close to breaching my top five uh, I, I I don't know how I forgot about that but uh, great pick all right let's make sure we have time to talk about uh, the wild cards number one and he'll finish us off uh, your number one video game is what um, it's a guy, again, this is my most modern game and it was a real, it was a real toss between that and Halo. Cause like Halo, it is right. I mean, man, it's <laughs> 5A and 5B or whatever, but, um, my, my favorite is always, uh, for, is God of War. Uh, I'm a huge God of War fan. Oh, of course. Um, yeah. I, and I've only, what really drives me crazy is I've only played the first two. And because you know, I, I didn't get a piece. Yeah, and you know, I think there, I think there's only four, okay. maybe five out now. Like there's an off mission or whatever. Not, but I know I definitely I loved the first two, and you know, it's it, it's such a fun game. It's violent. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, great weapons. I mean, chicks get naked. It's <laughs> it's a great. The, the the bosses are amazing. And it, it's so it's so much fun. I got a war, and I, like you know, it's a great name, Kratos. And yeah. what is he? He's the God of War. I'm like, you can't get better than that. <laughs> so that's I, I can't wait until you know. I, I might just get a PlayStation just so I can you know play everything after that you know. But God of War, I love it. And man, talk about a good if if people actually had some decent ideas, that could be a great movie as well. If they do it right, yeah. But you know, they probably fuck it up. But, um, <laughs> but no, God of War. That is, I guess, if you know, that's my favorite modern game of today. <clears throat> uh, a very popular pick too, um, and it's that's something I completely forgot about. And the re only reason I forgot about it is because you mentioned it uh, briefly there, but it's a uh, exclusive to PlayStation, um, and they, you know, Halo is exclusive to Xbox, so they they have their uh, top. Uh, priority or top franchises in their system. That's that's one of Sony's big time big guns, I should say. Is God of War, um, and I remember watching you play, and I'm like, wow, this this is that this is just amazing because you were fighting some dragon or some some dragon type thing, and it was like you had to move a certain way or touch a certain button in order to move a certain way, but it happened just like that or something. You had to make these quick decisions, and if you don't, you you know, he get he get wailed or if you make the right move, you you're you're wailing him, and the the animation um, is just was just great, and it got better with every single game. I remember seeing previews for the most recent one too, and I'm like, wow, this game just looks amazing, and everyone loves that that franchise too. Um, very popular pick, uh, Diggs. Have you ever even seen that game or heard of it? Or no, not really. And again, I think it's because we we've just done Xbox, and that that's a PlayStation exclusive. That's a shame. That's, I might have to get the PlayStation just for that thing because <laughs> it's a great. I think you would fall in love with that game. It's a great game. It's it's really cool. 
And I think the I think the most recent game actually has Kratos and his son. Yeah, I, okay, that's because I still I, I saw Conan Conan O'Brien uh, his, his YouTube thing where I don't know if it's not YouTube, but where he's he does the gamer, he plays the gamer. Yeah, and um, <laughs> they had them that uh, that's the first time I saw it. I'm like. That looked pretty cool, though. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, that, I mean, that's a that's a good way to round it out. Again, there's we got to remember there's tons of games out there, and that brought up the whole you know some games are exclusive to certain uh, consoles, and uh, that's why there's more than one console out there. And whatever your preference is, enjoy it. Um, find your game. There's plenty of them out there, whether it be from from the violence of the God of War and just the story, the animation, all that, to the violence of Mortal Kombat, to the fun of Mega Man's. Uh, to the multi-playing options of Roblox and Fortnite, um, to sweet games like Minecraft. <laughs> um, there's a game out there for you, um, and probably tons of them that we haven't even mentioned either. Pac-Man, Keyword, all those classics too. Um, your sports games that look phenomenal. Um, like we have, well, we talked about Super Tech Mobile, but there's like Mad, the Madden games. Uh, those yeah, are Madden series we didn't even touch about, but. Yeah. You know, again, these are their games. If we were locked up, and these are the only ones I can. <laughs> Correct. I'm choosing Correct. these. Yeah. Choosing these. Same, same thing. I, I would maybe be a little jealous watching Diego play Minecraft over there, and I don't have access <laughs> to Minecraft on, on my side too. But that's fine. Over there, I'll look at I'll look at uh, Minecraft, and over here, I'll look at uh, God of War being played over here. Um, but great picks, guys. Thank you very much for that. Um, no, I, I, I thank you for having me on again. And it's always fun just to talk about this kind of stuff. Um, viewers, share this fucking video. I made a promise. So share this fucking video and let's get the fucking ratings. All right. God damn it. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, thanks again um, for having me. Great topics. Uh, I love hearing, you know, Diego's perspective on some of this kind of stuff because. You know, he hasn't been exposed. By, and the fact that he has never heard of God of War right now is really getting me. So I might have <laughs> PlayStation just so you can play it at least because it's, it's a great game. But thank you again. I appreciate You're very it. Very welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. Diggs, uh, why don't you give us your last words if you have any, but for sure finish up with your Icebox uh, outro here. I don't really have any uh, anything else to say. All right. So then take us home, Diggs. Until next slime, may all your cakes be tasty.